Welcome to episode 72 of the Varangian Heresy Podcast. My name, as always, is Jody. I am your host, sat in the mighty large, well, I said mighty large, but it's really not. It's the corner of my sofa, um, which is my hosting chair. Uh, in our virtual studio this evening, we have the entirety of the podcast. So that means we've got three other guys and some empty beer cans. So it's going to be a good night. So first of all, sat atop his fence, put a fence post perching yeah try saying that i haven't even been drinking yet um sat atop his fence post is a man who can do nothing wrong and can never decide where he wants to go it is the one the only mr magnus how you doing buddy oh, i'm doing excellent Love awesome this. yeah just sitting in my garage and just loving rivets and maybe just <laughs> pinging metal on fucking rivets and Rivet. rivets and rivets gratifying. Uh, so just hitting rivets what are you putting? What are you actually painting rivets on? Uh, Mark threes uh, and Mark fours. Oh, okay, fair point. Ouch, that sucks. I was going to say if it, if it was a rhino chassis or something, it's like pff, don't moan. But okay, you're doing it on troops. That kind of blows. Yeah, but yeah, and I have like thirty more base standing here and just looking uh, at me. And all your bases belong to us. Yeah. So well, I think that I many troops. I think that many troops technically counts as as many rivets as there is on a Baneblade chassis. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, but a Baneblade is at least fun to paint. I don't know. I don't know. I've done a few. I've done a few of them, and those rivets, you just basically smash the fucking thing with a hammer after all. <laughs> fuck true. this! Fuck this! I don't need to do the rivets. I don't want to do them yeah. anymore. Take them away. <laughs> I just take a sponge and fucking. Battle damage on like battle damage. Yeah, and the uh, there, there it is. There is your yeah. hashtag. Hashtag boulder hit every single rivet. <laughs> hashtag battle damage. That's all it is. That's Magnus for oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Andy and Henry taught us. Just fucking battle damage. Yeah, yeah. There he goes, Henry. He's shit talking you again, bud. You know. <laughs> At least it was something about his man bun this time. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't the man bun. They're, no. they're, that thing needs to be framed and put up on the wall, preferably cut off his head for his own safety and every, everyone else's. But, you know, we're not going to judge. Um, the, the secret there is I actually have a big ass framing of him up on the wall between my kids in the living room. Just like my kids newly born and there's Henry. Just there's Henry. The yeah. where, where he deserves to be framed above everybody's fireplace looking down at you. With his lovely, lovingly warm smile and no, no judging of your paint job at all. Just the words "battle damage" underneath. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> no, so I'm basically fine. Yeah. Good. Glad to hear it. Um, and over on the uh, the casting couch because still not long enough. He's got to get his intro perfect every time for at least two episodes before he gets his own his own place to sit. Is the one and the only the great Dane himself, Mister Eric. How you doing, bud? Hey, man. Uh, I'm doing good, except I just did my hand wood glue or whatever pva glue um yeah that's what you call it huh yeah <laughs> yeah but uh, I'm, I'm doing snow cases for my militia army so finally getting back to uh to some of the stuff i've been wanting to do for a long time sweet sweet so you know uh, model, model painting 
of a great uncle in one. <laughs> oh yeah, make make heresy great again. Yes, and the model is amazing. It's fucking yes. loud. It is brilliant. <laughs> it's one of the few times where you know topical models actually work and will continue to work from there on out. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty damn cool. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> what I was going to say is, um, of course, as always sitting atop the mountain that is made upon the the cast off pretzels and empty beer cans that he himself has probably gone through and the rest of the community is just crying over and the tears of his en enemies is uh, <laughs> not that many <laughs> is the one and the only the crown prince of 30k here in sweden mr freddy how you doing bud i am excellent mate. excellent mm. can't complain uh, i'm painting black shields and you quite literally, about five minutes ago, got out of the sauna, had an ice cream, and then sat down to record. I know. I also had a few beers. Hashtag winning. <laughs> or Hashtag kids perfection. bed without the floor and fell asleep. Hashtag perfection, I think, is what you're aiming That's for. Like, what the one. fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, where's my bottle of chloroform? Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> a few drops of chloroform on the pillows, they go out like a light. Yeah, um, the problem is I use it on told. myself, though. No, uh, well, that's uh, you got the alcohol, so you know you can you can counter it at least. You know, do you get a new bottle in? That's true. This is all good. Well, tonight our episode is all about. Well, it's a special. It's an army special, but it's not just an army special. It's a legio special. It is all about titans. The god and machines. The yes, the god machines that walk to war. That you know tower over the mere mere mortals uh, and the even less or slightly less mere um, space marines you know post-human superhumans that we all love and we have the wonderful anders uh joining us joining myself uh freddie and magnus Yep. I remember rightly. Yes, that was it. We all did right. record it a week ago, so it's been a while. Um, but he's he's on, and we talk all things Titans. And it's not just uh, – we're not just doing sort of like a quick review. We do go into lots of stuff. We love talking about fluff. We've got um, a little bit of information on our, our, our custom Legio, which is uh, – I can never pronounce this right. Freddie, help me out Legio here. Legio Latinicos. Latinicos. Sorry, every time I hear that, I've got like the yeah, Ray Mysterio. Gang. I've got like Ray Mysterio's music, like or John Cena's music, like dun, 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 playing in the background, and it's just like this is worrying. Um, but Legio Latinicos, um, we talk about that briefly because we have we're actually going to be releasing um, in our podcast file. So if you come along uh, to our Facebook page, you can see there's a pinned Dropbox there, and you'll be able to get a look at the fluff for Legio Latinicos. And also, there's a painting guide that's going up there for them as well. So uh, put, that was put together by myself. Um, original colors uh, were chosen by uh, the lovely Miles from Little Legend Studios uh, as part of the, the build-up to last year's raffle. And I put this together, and it's going out with all the fluff that Freddie's written and the transfer sheets. So all of that is going to be out there, available for you guys to get your hands on and start taking Legio Latinicos to war across well, across this planet and across whatever part of the soul system or wherever it is you fight your battles. And, uh, and add on in the fluff, there's yeah. also rules for Adeptus Titanicus if you want to field uh, the Ooh. 
That's sexy. I mean, look at that. That that's that's just dropped in there for you guys to hear right now. None of us had that as a thing, so that is absolutely beautiful. Um, and to be fair, that nicely segues in to our social media reminders. So, like I said, the Varangian Heresy podcast on Facebook. Uh, we've got a podcast group on there as well. Look for the Dropbox. The information's there. The Varangian Heresy is on Twitter occasionally uh, and definitely on Instagram when we remember to use it. it we are Varangian Heresy. Most importantly is the Varangian Heresy at gmail.com, our podcast email, where you can send us ideas to talk about. You can send us your lists. You can send us your fluff. You can send us your dank Freddy doll memes and anything that you particularly want to know about us. You can send all that sort of random stuff through to our email and we will have a look at it and we will bring it up in future episodes. Um, so we would very much like to do uh, have you guys send us some lists in if you're writing fluff, because that's part of what we talk about a lot here. Our last episode was all about fluff. Our current episode has a huge focus on the fluff. We basically like to fluff. Am I am I missing anything there, gentlemen? Or have I have I got the uh, no, no, no. fluffing enough? Fucking Mika's uh, workday, driving around his fucking tower crane, painting breaches. I don't know about work, occupational health and safety there, but <laughs> he has safety goggles on, so I assume it's safe. So you mean he's not going to take a paintbrush to the eye, which is an absolute killer? <laughs> yeah, like, he might not drive over some killer. It's fucking crane, but that you know, shit happens. Hobby where you can, man. Grab every spare hobby minute you've got. Amen, that's, that's that's how it's got to be. You've got to got to promote that. Grab the heresy. Grab the hobby where you can. Yeah. Otherwise, you're you know, a bit of trouble. Otherwise, um. So yeah, that's everything there. And last shout out. If you like what we do here at the Vrangian Heresy Podcast, consider us giving us some support on Patreon. Uh, if you go over to patreon.com forward slash the Vrangian Heresy, there'll be a link in the show notes. Uh, you can have a look at what we have to offer over on our uh, Patreon page. As little or as much as you can give, we would love the support. We use it just to help build our uh, build and cover our running costs as, you know, Things get a little bit more uh, futuristic and advanced around here as we add on all the good stuff. And we're looking to give everything back to you that we can as well. So go and take a look at that. Whew, and breathe for a moment, because that was a lot to say. Um, let's do some hobby chat, because then I don't have to talk for a while while Freddie lists off everything he's been doing for the last 72 hours that makes us all look like we haven't hobbied in the last three years. Um, but we're going to start with Magnus, because he's already doing something. So Magnus, what have you been up to in the hobby recently, bud? Uh, I've been skipping out of at work as often as possible. Good man. Um, Someone is dressed for a Depticon. Oh, fuck yeah. I, <laughs> I, I just reminded myself sitting here that I have a couple of models, but I lack a couple of models, like 10 heavies in the Sakaran tank, and then I just realized I need short three Vapor squads as well. Oh. Uh, Oops. Um, there's so much paint right now, but I'm working on my javelins and my la my second tactical squad. So they're moving along. Uh, my draw pod and drill is pretty much finished. I'm gonna finish the last bits this Saturday and use Bjorn's magical fingers to put the last touches on them. Um, try uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if that should be said out loud. Ah, uh, that's true. <laughs> But I tried to do flames with an airbrush on my javelins. Looked like sh complete shit. So I'm grateful for transfers. Uh, <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I don't know, bitch. That was didn't turn out good. 
too small, but uh, now slowly, slowly, slowly getting there, I think. But as Freddie said, I'm stressed as shit for that time. Um, well, it's not it's not a major event unless you're crunching an army as hard as possible, like two months beforehand. Uh, that's true, but I'm not a fast painter either. So and with the kids and everything, mashing out two and a half thousand points for me in a couple of months is like a big, 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 big job. Uh, so, but oh, just, just rope Freddie in when he gets back from the weekender. Put him to work. It's uh, kind of a big deal not, for him. You, he won't touch my mouse. <laughs> oh, I won't let him touch my mouse. Sell them or make them sticky and stuff. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't want that. Uh, you don't want that third yeah, legion funk on there, do you? Uh, no, 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 that will start turning pink and shit. So, yeah, oh. I can, I can appreciate that. What are you talking about? Your wife don't complain. Ah, oh, that's true. Oh, Ooh, shots fired! Shots fired. <laughs> Uh, as long uh, as you off 2019 as we meet. Yeah, as long as I don't have to, it's all good. <laughs> it's all about running interference for your painting, mate. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh shit, I, I have to, I have to hold me now for a week. Can't, can't you have an affair with my wife? Yeah, guys, sure. guys, I need Please a wake up. I'm hobbying for Christ's sake. Help me out here, boys. <laughs> yeah, cover my wife. God damn it. <laughs> Ah, oh, shit. I love it. Oh, uh, what we do for heresy? Yeah. The worst is like, oh, oh, God, do I have to? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. Well, I covered for you the last time. I was like, oh, oh fuck. Okay. okay, it's my turn. <laughs> Fine, I'll fall on this sword or the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> Make her turn off the fucking lights this time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear! So you, you, your basically bottom line is you're crunching like a motherfucker for uh, for Adepticon, and you've just realised you may you have to find find or potentially order some other bits for your list already, something like that. Ah, uh, that's that's entirely correct, and it doesn't. And for G Dub to stop selling Mark threes and fours out of plastics, fuck them. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> That's when I'm starting out a new uh, army need all these I I heard about a shop that has about thirty calf sets left still. Oh which one though? Um our local one where Jody's going in what two weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to the lovely forest cigar in the Lumbi. Son of a bitch, okay. I, th- yeah. I think they had seven of the other um, Burning of Prospero left. Happen, you know. You just sort it out with Eric. I'll play the so pack. If you really need them, it's fine. Yeah, I need to send some money down. And <laughs> yeah, then pack mule the stuff in, over. Jody can bring in, or anyone can bring in to Gothcon, and they can bring it out there. Yeah. We're all good. Yeah, we'll so make it work. Yeah, so I can pay uh, Johnny back because I'm going to steal his mold this weekend. So. <laughs> yeah. Does Johnny know this is the question? Uh, yeah, Johnny doesn't know. Johnny he might know, but he might know if I drop this. If I drop this recording Scotty. in time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, there we go. There, there's the there's the song for. <laughs> Scotty doesn't know. Scotty right, doesn't okay. know, but it's job Johnny. done. Okay, job done. We'll put that. We'll find that one somewhere. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna jump now, Magnus. I'm gonna jump over yeah. to the lovely Eric. Eric, what have you been up to, buddy? Um, actually, not that much when it comes to hobby. Um, I kind of mentioned the few things I have done in the intro. I've just been starting on my um, 
a great unclean one which i put up for we have in denmark in the in a warhammer forum this uh pledge you do every month where you like go into a painting competition and the last many months i've been putting in shit and haven't gotten anything done <laughs> of at least the stuff i put in so uh this time i was like now nah, i'm going to finish this model um and then i've started on snow bases done a bit of militia and, and that's pretty much it the rest of the time has been uh, used with alcohol and uh, women <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. yeah it's actually right uh, yeah okay i gotta give you that one that that's that's fair use of hobby time yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Let's just clarify: you've not been running interference for Magnus, just just to be. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just leaving the thoughts out. That everybody else can work that shit out. Uh, yeah. I think, unfortunately, everyone has way too thin women for Eric's taste. I like thin women. <laughs> Jody's <clears throat> a witness. Jody's a witness. Whoa, hang on a second. What Can we <laughs> just wind that back a second? Because I don't want to get tired with that or any brush. No, no, no. I, th I think we need to clarify one thing. What Eric likes and what he goes home with are two completely different things. <laughs> no, I, I, to be fair, no, he said, I have to say, he sent me a picture, a, a clean and, and, and honest picture um, of, of his most recent, uh, his recent date, which lasted about 48 hours. So that's got to be something. And he wasn't in prison. So um, I did check. Um, and to be fair, I think this is the clever dumb balance coming into, into alignment that basically for every white whale he has pulled, this is now his, um, his you know, <laughs> his one chance. Don't fuck it up, son. That's all I'm saying. Um, I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to. <laughs> I mean, do, 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 but don't, if you get what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> enjoy the fucking, just don't fuck it up. There, that's what I'm talking about. I Key to success is to find a woman that actually has her own hair color and it's not blue or fucking green. <laughs> well, yeah, um, but they're the crazy ones. They're the, they're, they're the ones that are all fun. Actually, <laughs> I, I have no right to speak on this topic. Um, anyway, but talking about women, just a man with like and, how many divorces? Only two divorces. <laughs> but talking about I'm not women, going for a hat trick. <laughs> talking about so, women, hobby. I've I actually did uh, take her to uh, to the. You know the farm shack barbecue place where we had the painting course, and she loved the place. This is how committed he is. Just to get this out to our our, our, our listeners, not only did did Eric do do a hum, heroic effort, and I'm very proud of him for this, but he then just basically the day after went to the, grab your passport. We're going for lunch, and I mean, whoever fucking says grab your passport, you're going for lunch, <laughs> and then fucking delivers. I mean, okay, fair point. He did just drive across across a large bridge into Sweden. But it's kind of pimp. I mean, let's be fair. It is kind of a pimp way of doing things. Uh, you know, short of grab your tight and love you've pulled, I don't know how more pimp you could have been. <laughs> I, I could have stopped at the airport and found somewhere more exotic, but um, I, I'm guessing... <laughs> dude, 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 third date. Save it for the third date, man. That You've already the done the other date. country. Save <laughs> no, it for the no, fourth well, date. Well, no, that was, no, that was hey, third I, date. 
the list like the listeners that aren't from Sweden or Denmark doesn't know this, but That's normally if you go from Sweden from Denmark, you don't need your passport. If but if you go to Malmo, but never when you go south. They don't want you in the country it's, it's that they haven't let you out. Oh, <laughs> uh, I would say shot fire, but it's really not. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's truth. Um, so yeah, so you you get your end away and doing a little bit of hobby. Yeah, yeah, basically. So, Freddie, what <laughs> yes. have you been up to, my dude? Uh, I have finalized all the cards for all our events that we have done, uh, including uh, re-editing uh, Eric's cards, which I'll I'll show you. I'll say Eric. That reminds me. Remind me later on that I have to sh send you a fucking uh, draft copy so you can say yay or nay. Uh, okay. Also, I've repainted yeah, my entire oh. my, my entire two thousand points worth of uh, black shields. <laughs> I am done to ninety percent now. I just need to use my fucking AK. Interactive Ultra Varnish Mat. The best oh. varnish in the world. Henry can attest to this. Um, uh, and a little bit of details that I'm done. I have been knee-deep in oils before that. and uh, They look fucking... They're so much better now. Like, now now I'm proud of them. Before they were shithouse because I had, like, less than two days to paint them all. Uh, also, I have glued... Well, did I say that before? But I'm still working on my Titans. Besides that, I've been writing more fluff, and also I have been, I'm basically 80% done with the army lists for, well, I'm probably saying too much. But anyway, never mind, I didn't say anything. Never mind, been, carry on, nothing to see here. Nothing I have been working on shit for the events. <laughs> nice, nice so, recovery. Sorry. Nobody's going <laughs> nice to gonna. And also, I'm about 50% done with my painting guide for painting uh, a militia tank. Nice. For our painter, Patreon dudes, and I am I'm a, on Sunday, hopefully, I'm going to play test the mission that we're going to give for our Patreon dudes. Very nice, very nice. I've done the first draft for it, and I'm just going to play test it, and I want to put it up before I can put my hand on my heart and say, this is actually all right. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know what we're talking about when we say stuff for Patreons, go over to patreon.com forward slash Brangian Heresy and take a look. Aha! Sneaky plug. Quite happy. <laughs> Anything else in the hobby? I mean, the, you know. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, chat. Because uh, Christopher and uh, Jimmy won some uh, Empress Children transfers. And uh, so I'm printing out a set, which hopefully I will do before I go for the weekender. And I'll have them in my little grubby hands and try and post them as soon as I can. Nice. And this 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 is kind of our pre weekender episode as well, uh, because you know you are off to the weekender very soon. Yeah. Um, in relation to when this will drop and timey wimey wibbly wobbly, just go with it. Um, so you got to be looking forward to that. Oh yeah, I have so much shit at work. I'm fucking down on my knees crying like I, I worked straight this is coming up on this is my working day number what what's today it's wednesday I think. wednesday yeah this is wednesday mm -hmm. yeah so this is like uh, day uh, fucking 10 straight up in a row now 
No, day Greg. Ten, day 10 in the Big Brother house. So Freddy hasn't killed anybody yet, but he's... Yeah, but at least I, I'm, I'm up to fucking uh, 48 hours of sleep now. Hey, in those 10 days, though. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, just, just to clarify, because that does make a difference for you. <laughs> it makes a massive difference for you. you uh, you're going to need the sleep, bud. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm starting to have the weirdest fucking dreams, eh? I think yeah, last night, um, oh, the night before it was like the zombie apocalypse in alien combined with zombie invasion, and I, and I was obviously in uniform doing my job. And then uh, I think this morning when I woke up, I had a long dream about I, I kept repairing stuff on my car and I couldn't get to work. So this is roughly my fucking, my psyche probably telling me that I'm working too much. Maybe. <laughs> no. No. Maybe. No, 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 maybe, probably. Probably, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Could be. Yeah. You only live twice. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're Vulcan. Then you live fucking forever. forever. Lots of times. Forever. Yes. Yes. Oh, and talking can... about Vulcan reminds me of his uh, tormentor, which was Conrad, which reminds me about what we're going to talk about next. The lion? Yes, it does. Because I'm going to skip over my hobby progress quite happily. And <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Give us your hobby. Why didn't you start? Didn't you start? No, I didn't start. I never start. I'm always last because I've usually got the least done. Why are you um, always last for? No, I'm the host. I'm here to, to, to get, you know, I do the facilitating. I do my bit at the end when nobody's really paying attention. Um, <laughs> like, uh, I painted one. One I paid his stuff. Uh, no, I have been, again, slowly grinding away on getting Titans sorted. I have been uh, building some servitors for a list, which I have sent pictures to Eric of. Uh, Ooh, what are you uh, using for servitors? You're not allowed to tell what they do or how they do it. I want to know what the models you're using for servitors. So I had this crazy idea that for my... Because it, it all ties into my Rogue Trader army. Well, I say ties into it. Basically, that was the idea which started it. Um, because I co collected a, I think, what's what's the term for over 60? A metric fuck ton of Beast Rim models. Um, and I had some spare um, bad recast Phalax um, units. So I was like, I, I want to make some servitors for a Zomortalis list uh, for a bit of fun. Uh, maybe give them flamers or something like that. I don't know yet. Um, and I was looking at these models and went, hmm, Thalax, Beastman, Thalax, Beastman, uh, Servitor. Um, so, so basically, I've like hacked into legs and arms and replaced the Beastmen's heads. These are like plastic Beastmen. Replaced their heads with um, the Thalax heads, trimmed down a little bit, glued on some bits from... Uh, a Van Saar gang box that I have for another project and removed, uh, use some of the Thalax legs cut down a little bit, but um, to act as cybernetic legs and stuff like that. And then green stuffed the joints and everything. So they've been kind of cool. Um, I just fancy using them for like my ship force. Cause I think they'd be a lot of fun to have, have knocking around with a funky looking, um, uh, what do you call it? Tech priest. Um, so there's that. I've been working on my I've been working on my Ogrins, uh, which is just a combination of mashing together 
um, a fantasy ogre unit and uh, the leftovers from a Bulgrin unit, uh, the upgrade bits. So basically ripper guns for everybody because <laughs> they're awesome. Um, and potentially maybe swap a couple of couple out for power weapons. I can't decide yet whether it's worth doing power weapons or not, or an extra close combat weapon. What do you think, Freddie? Ogrins. Ogrins. I I don't know. I, I run Ogrins just basic. Yeah. They they fucking kick ass anyway because you oh, get yeah, so maybe. many so many attacks. Well, I I have the um, Arkham jackets, so you get so yeah. many attacks anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Well, the friends of dispensers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've actually changed to that, to be fair. I've changed to that. I, I was reading through the Arkham Jackers and everything. I thought, yeah, that's, that actually fits better for some of my units. Uh, um, and I, yeah, I, so I felt that, like the, my fucking five Ogrins together with uh, my planetary overlord just went through his uh, five uh, death shrouds like a weight fucking paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> well that's kind of that that's sort of a three uh, a five i'm thinking i've got six models so i'm gonna not put up six models three of them with ripper guns and then i might do three and magnetize the wrists on them so i can change them for extra close combat weapons or power weapons or something so i can have some choices but uh yeah, yeah so i've been working on that and like i said but then it's just been titans titans and titans and tidying up some oh actually um I got in the the heads I'm going to use for my militia force. Um, I went to Warlord Games and picked up some of the uh, Conflict 47 uh, or Bolt Action. Yeah, Conflict 47. Yep. Um, the, the German Assault Pioneer helmets. And yep. with a little bit of trimming, because they are in metal, um, and a little bit of work with a Dremel, I've managed to fit them nicely into... The um, or replacing the heads of the Death Corp models that I've got at the moment, uh, and they're so they're going to be. I mean, the whole army's going to have them as heads. So I've got to. I want to buy some more, but I'm also con- contemplating just recasting them myself for my own use, um, because resin's easier to work with the metal. Um, but uh, they look really good, actually. Um, I think they look really good, at least on there and um yeah so that's what my my troops are going to be like um so i've proved i've tested them on some models so slowly moving along and i have a nice little list written for um for gothcon as well uh to play so i'm I'm looking forward to doing that one as well nice with uh, with some militia i've just got to go and get our old cast mate uh christopher i've got to get him to uh send me down uh my uh, what do you call it? My super heavies, <laughs> so I can get them uh, get them painted up as well. Not that I'm going to have one in my list or anything. Just saying, just maybe. Saying. Just saying, maybe. possibly, maybe, maybe. But uh, I'll remember to say. I'll try and remember to do this afterwards. I'll try and post these up when I do the episode. But I've just sent the pictures of the um, the dudes I'm working on my troop dudes to the podcast chat, so you guys can have a nose at them. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's, that's what I've been hobbying, hobbying, progressing on uh, stuff and things. And, oh, I'm also looking at creating transfer sheets as well for, um, some stuff that doesn't exist. So I'm going to have a play with that as well on Photoshop, which should be fun. Yes. Um, okay. So yes, as I kind of 
stepped all over the 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 really nice segue that you had earlier um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna jump in as we as it's as as freddie is going to be going off and representing uh the podcast um uh, and sweden um internationally yet again at the weekender and he's that taking sounds, that sounds a bit too heavy <laughs> well it's it's more the fact that you're going to get through customs this time without getting in trouble um that's true while well, the border is open i guess yeah, the border is open. If you get out in time, if you get out before the end of the weekend, you won't get trapped there, <laughs> which is a good thing. Um, but yeah, Freddie is going to be off at the weekender, and we're going to have a cracking time with him coming back and telling us all about them. But there have been some new models released. Oh, yes. Or I should say previewed. On the community website and when this dropped i actually I, I will be honest with you guys i woke up and it had been dropped and i actually did a double take and thought somebody was taking the piss because it was like there's a massive amount of new models that have been dropped this can't be right this can't be this this cannot be how could this happen how dare they how dare they drop models on a monday it wasn't even a friday what the hell um what the fuck up with that yeah, I, I just I thought my day was I thought my whole thing was backwards. I thought Friday was Monday, and Monday was Friday. I don't know. D don't do that before I've had coffee. It's not fair. Um, Makes no sense. It does not. However, they have previewed some some models, and I have to say personally, on the whole, I think they're all right. I really like them. Um, you do? I do actually. I mean, okay. I, I get by the sounds of it, maybe you don't. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I'm just trying to create some sort of. Well, we don't don't forget we've got Eric and Magnus that they'll just bitch about everything anyway. But we can. Yeah, we can I'm, I'm like already it. seeing the Diet Terminator. The Diet Terminator. Oh, you mean the guys who <laughs> skip leg day? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but let, let's 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 start. I mean, okay, we've been promises for a while now that all Legion specific predators, and we've seen a couple which have been really nice. The Alpha Legion stuff was really nice. I wasn't personally sold on the Blood Angels, but then I'm not a Blood Angels fan, so that means jack shit to anybody who plays a Blood Angel because they probably love them, and I hope they did. Um, but now we've got Night Lords. We've got uh, Power Armored Praetor with what looks like the Nostromo Chain Glaive and a Tartarus Praetor with what looks like... Uh, I don't know... It's just—it's basically a giant fuck you on a stick, um, with a with a I'm going to tickle your insides hook on the other end of it, um, and he's got a Volkite Volkite charger on, or Sabenta on his wrist, which actually looks pretty fucking cool. Um, <laughs> what's everybody's general thoughts on the prayer tours then? I'm not sold on the power armor one. He's—I get the Night Lord thingy, but he's too Night Lordy. Two night lordy. Be two night lordy. What's wrong with yeah, that? He has all the skulls. He's like oh, a space wolf. That's, that's the point. Yeah. He should have. Yeah, yeah, I like I like the Terminator armor one, and I really like the their weapons. Oh yeah, the weapons are awesome. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm still not so. I think they're too too. Chaos -ish. I mean, let, let's be honest. We we we're hoping. We're like ninety nine point nine percent hopingly sure. The book eight is dropping at the weekend, and this is sort of later. Isn't this supposed to be like later heresy night now? Which kind of explains why they all look like Batman on crack. <laughs> uh, with, you know, 
it's like he's gone and got his mum and dad to come. Into the story? Pardon? Like, in what year did Batman join the war? <laughs> I don't know what year he- uh, Batman joined yeah, the Heresy, but... No. <laughs> yeah, he, he was definitely there, or his tailor was, at least. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because of the whole, but, you know, we're going to do sneaky, stealthy stuff with giant fucking bat wings on our heads. Yeah, um, like yeah, but I think these are. I, I'm guessing that these guys are meant to be slightly later in the narrative. Yeah. But I, I really, I'm, I'm with you, Magnus. I must admit, out of the two, I really like the the Praetor in Tartarus armor. He just looks yeah, fucking awesome. boss. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. just looks boss. He's, He's really like with the uh, gun on his hand. Yeah, this is it, the thing is, it's like I'm looking at it and it's kind of that slightly relaxed, almost relaxed pose of I'm just going to shoot you because I can't be bothered to fuck you up in close combat. <laughs> I just can't be asked. Just I'm going to shoot you, bro. Oh, wait, you got that right. Fine. Now I'll fuck you up. No, he's the boss, though. He is. It is. I think it's fucking gorgeous. I really do. Um, but yeah, I mean, Eric, what are you thinking? Yeah, I like him too. Um, it, it's for the Night Lords. It's a uh, it's um I think the yeah the the terminators for bloodiness that came out I don't know how I like them they really skipped leg day for a long time Hang on hang on we're not even there yet we're not even okay. there yet chill man chill I'm we sorry. can leave the leg day we can leave the leg day comparisons in a Okay yeah but the night laws are cool definitely Night laws are cool cuz once we've got past the praetors we come to another another legion specific Leviathan, yeah. and this one again is Night Lords. Uh, uh, yeah, again, what are your thoughts, guys? I mean, man, this, this bodes for something nice. It means that there will be a fucking Empress children. Mm-hmm. No, there won't. Never. It's too late, Freddy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're just hoping for one with a giant dildo on top, aren't you? <laughs> Gold dildo. But I mean, I, 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 the one thing I'm not a huge fan of, and I have to say this, is the body on the side of it. Venus will be psyched. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, He's he going to be uh, fucking crazy because now he can use it for his. Uh... Did he do the one from uh, Moloch? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good point. He got a lot of shit about it. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> But it just looks yeah. like the dude's riding on the outside of his own suit. <laughs> I don't know. I like the idea. I like the concept. A bit too Night Lordish for me with the body thing going on. But that's because I... you're a fucking pissy oh, shut the fuck angel up. player. So obviously yeah. you have fucking... We can go both ways. Anyways. <laughs> so we and I'm, I'm really psyched that they're pumping out Legion-specific units again. Yeah, for definitely. Yeah. Definitely, for realies. definitely. For realies. For realsy reals. Uh, well, I get really it. Weird that they've, like, they've removed a lot of League and specific from basically armies that not that many people play. And then they start pumping out new units for some of the armies again. Uh, after they have removed decals and stuff like that and other League and specific units. So it, it, they're like Maybe. dogs. They need to keep us just that amount of angry all the time. So, yeah. <laughs> they've basically uh, they've worked out their fan base, 
And they yeah. know they just need to keep us on a certain degree of pissed off, and then we'll be good. And then we'll <laughs> buy yeah. shit. I, I, now I'm just confused about it because I had just kept the stuff. They would have even more for the league and when all. Um, surprise, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess. It's I'm just looking for the logic behind it. Don't, don't, do not. Right, step away from that dark hole. You're uh, about to go there. What is wrong with you? It Let doesn't yeah. exist. I'm sorry. Out of that logic. Yeah. It's, a, it's a trap. Yeah, <laughs> it is know. such a Star Wars meme right now. <laughs> Stay clear of it. Yeah, um, yeah uh, and we're going to skip past that because now we're going to go on to um, the Crimson Paladins. Ah. The, the In the blood red corner. Nicely done there. Well done, well done, community team. We've got some Blood Angels uh, of the Blood Angels, most elite warriors, the Crimson Paladins. Think Sangry Guard, but in Terminator armor. Right, just, just, I want to do a check here. Generally, has anybody heard of the Crimson Paladins? No, no. no. They do right. not feature in any fucking book that I have ever read. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with that because I sure as them. But apparently, they're the most elite warriors of the Blood Angels. But for some reason, we haven't heard about them. Just well, saying. Obviously, obviously. No one lived to tell the tale. Mm. I'm not. I'm not blade of salty tears here, but I am. It, it just feels a little forced. But I love the grandiosus. Um, and actually, yeah, I do like the look of the unit. I must admit. I mean, the legs do li- look a little bit off, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna put that down as a photograph angle, maybe, possibly. Yeah, or the I reason think. no one heard about them is because they're not in. The leg thing. Yeah, yeah. They, they they just can't get to the battlefield fast. <laughs> but I I, lo- I must admit, just from purely from a modeling perspective, I love the look of the detail on these guys. Um, I mean, they're all armed with power swords by the look of it, unless they're all uh, they're able to take blades of salty tears each, uh, which would be obviously. what's the right word I'm looking for? Fucked up. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm just looking at it potentially as a guess. Two up, three up with a blade of salty tears. Ouch! Um, even the guy with the fucking minigun or cannon has a sword in his hand. This yeah. isn't going to go well. This is not going to go well. Well, we'll assume that they they all have blades of fucking salty tears. Yeah, we'll assume that on the off chance that we're wrong, and I'm kind of hoping we are, then yay! <laughs> it's only power weapons, but how if it's not? <laughs> uh, the big question is if they're going to have two. They, they're not that bulky to look at, so it could be one wound terminators. So what you're saying is if they've got two, if they have two wounds, you're going to basically go full tilt, throw the table and say they skip leg day, fix it. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> Just checking. Just wanted to get that. I am very much looking forward to seeing people like Miles get uh, get his hands on these and paint them up and see what they come out like. Um, yeah. be very interested to see how they turn up. Uh, Ryan as well, with his blood. Well, he, he's still he probably him. fucking uh, his pants. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. Um but there are some, they're very awesome. And last but not least, because we, we can't talk about the redacted something so fucking awesome they couldn't fit it into the <laughs> article, even though that's bollocks because it's digital. But we love you anyway for building the hype because that's what we need. We want hype. Keep it going. <laughs> um, we have the Mechanicum Ordinatus. How the fuck do you pronounce that? Acta- 
Acteus? Dildo. It's yeah, it's, it's larger dildo than the... It's, it is the, the giant... The the giant black dildozer of of many many oh, mega, Yeah, like if he if he could make it bigger, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, even yeah. more more dildoish. But basically, this is the only dildo the shoes dildo. The other ones are just pointing. <laughs> this this is the one you buy if you've got termite uh, termite compensation issues. Yeah. Um, yeah, this thing is not small. This thing is not small. It's massive. Uh, memory serves. I think it was Tony Cottrell was talking about it on um, on one of the uh, what you call the uh, streams a while back. Saw that he had it. Um, actually, had like a three D printed version in his hands. It's large. It, you could beat a dozen donkeys to death with it. Um, it is a, a memory serves. He mentioned something roughly about like a. Uh, 40 model capacity or something crazy like that. Um, I don't know if that's the case. I love the fact that it is because that's going to be a ridiculous amount of hoplites with haywire <laughs> appearing in somebody's back end. Uh, oh, actually, actually, if you do a pelt test, you can get 80 haywire shots. In. And this is why we have Eric on there because he just like, look at the. Yeah, I can add <laughs> um, yeah, Let's break this. Yeah. <laughs> let's call console this motherfucker up in here yeah. <laughs> um but yeah okay so 80 haywire shots coming yeah. in your ass that thing that thing is a beast and i i genuinely like yeah i'm looking forward to seeing that hit in the meta and to be honest with you i'm kind of interested personally to see what they do with the rules when it comes to sort of like it <laughs> breaching if they do a proper you know it will pop up like you do with the termites because they've got some pretty, pretty insane rules when you think about it. When you can do like a, a side armor hit on strength ten, if I remember rightly, yeah. uh, depending on how it works out, this thing's going to come up and do a fucking D hit or something ridiculous. I yeah, just it's getting an orbital bombardment. Yeah, it's going to be whatever it is. It's going to be mental. I can't wait to see it, and I expect at least Linus and somebody else to have at eric. least two per hour. Oh, yeah eric our eric you should have at least one for yeah. your mechanicum if yeah, not friendly. if not three because i'm sure this will have some sort of stupid like drop pod kind of rules when it comes to launching this shit um it's maybe it gets another like you know like the drills have their own you can have one drill coming up and one drop pod coming down in turn one yeah, maybe this one gets its own queue, so you can have like three units coming in in, in turn one. Maybe this oh. one just gets its own fucking turn because it's so big. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna need it. It's <laughs> just gonna need the space. Um, who knows? I, I can't wait to see the rules. Uh, overall, well done, well done for bringing this stuff for making this stuff happen, bringing it out ahead of time. Yeah, the, the, it it looks uh, the model looks good, but. I just don't get why all the big vehicles have to be dildo shaped. Why not? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't understand your problem. No, mechanicum are compensated for the things they put USB ports in. It's it's just something I noticed, especially about the big mechanicum stuff. Uh, well, I noticed I, I they still don't understand heavy volkites your, on your issue. They have um, heavy volkites on the front tracks. Is that really going to be of any benefit? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like putting a pea shooter on an atomic bomb, does it really help? Do you really need it? It might strip a whole point, it might or it might might take a dude or two out, but really? really? Yeah. Yeah, we need it. 
Yeah. Can't we have like can't we have like an extra an extra you know void shield for those points or something? No. <laughs> like, can, can you buy my <laughs> drills for it so I can like fire a drill turn? Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Rapid deployment, firing yeah. the thermite drills through the ground. Just have five drills standing behind it and then shoot off one every turn. I think I'm going to do it properly as a mechanic. I mean, you just need a gigantic metal catapult. So you can put in your Arch Magus and seven. Um, Stop, seven it. Stop, it. Stop it. Stop it. I'm just giving Lena's ideas here. You, you can write to him, okay? You can write okay. to him. Don't, okay. <laughs> we'll have to scare the rest of the world with them. Oh, yeah. meta for scariness right now. He can take me to a Decathlon <laughs> or whatever and freak people out next year. Uh, <laughs> see what happens. Um, but, yeah, no, seriously, uh, I don't know what you guys think, but I am super happy that the, um, the community team are, are dropping these now, giving us some tasters about what's coming. Um, it's great to be back to a Heresy Weekender. A solid all-in-one. It's the heresy and nothing else. Weekender, um, which I think is amazing. And Freddie, you've got to be looking forward to this, man. I am so fucking soaked. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be drinking in Bogmans on Friday, and just go crazy. And uh, then on Saturday, Sunday is going to be full on and fucking play some games at Warhammer World as well on Sunday, I guess. Or or on Friday or Thursday, I don't know. Like we're going to be drinking a lot, and tr- and try to be like a serious uh, person and take notes. Do you, do you think you might be, uh, JP might be able to? Because uh, I know JP's coming over. Do you think he might be able to uh, uh, make but make up his shame from his Adepticon meeting with uh, yeah, was it Graham right. McNeil? Um, no. No, okay. <laughs> can we orchestrate it again so it happens and just see what? Can we just record JP's face? I love you, JP, but I would love to see what happens. It will. <laughs> I will make it so. Epic. Love it. Um, well, guys, is there anything else you guys want to mention right now before we, uh, we let our, our lovely listeners uh, listen to some music and get ready for all things tightening? No. 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 No, let's go, Eric. With the God machine. Not here. Not here. Not here. Not here. <laughs> not in public, anyway. Um, no. <laughs> all right, then. Well, that being the case, um, we are going to allow you guys to take a breather, and then we will talk all things God machine. Because when the God machines walk, the worlds listen, and this is an epic, epic segment, and I'm very much looking forward to you guys hearing it. So we will be right back after this.
And we're back and it's time to talk about the the greatest things that walk the well walk the earth walk the sea whatever you want to call it god machines themselves of the 31st millennium that's right we are doing our army special focusing on titan legios and there is so much to talk about for something that has it's probably the one force that has less models than custodes um but definitely has more resin in it um, or plastic, or whatever you want to call it, and we we thought we'd do this together. You know, the three of us, myself, Magnus, and Freddie are here. But as always, we can't function without our without our special guest knowledge. And tonight, that is brought to you by the one and the only, the princept of princeps here in in Sweden, the man who literally owns way too many titans when he considers what he's doing with them. And it makes me sad, but I love him anyway. It is the one and the only Anders. How are you, good sir? I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> Great to be here. <laughs> Glad to have you on. Glad to have you on. And yes, you know, we, we, we're going to be chatting all things Titans this evening. 
Uh, we are Ooh. our plan is to cover all the titans that have been released, including uh, the newest stuff that's come out for Forge World. But it's it's not just about the models because for a long time there's been uh, a lot of. I mean, Freddie, you can attest this, and um, hopefully Magnus yeah. can remember going all the way back into Epic and and old editions of the game. Oh, titans were always there. I mean, they were always always there. Um, but I think the the dream came true for us all when they when Forge World actually went and went here have a here, have a Warhound model and everybody went holy shit this is real it can happen and then it just got I don't want to say silly but it definitely scaled up a bit over time. Um, so well, there's I remember when they released the fucking Reaver for the uh, Rex campaign and everyone was like holy fuck this is. This is madness. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're not exactly, they are not, you know, you're not talking like the release of a, a new uh, upgrade sprue or something. You're talking about something that is shit the bed, big chunk of resin that will most definitely change the feeling of a game. Um, it's up there with, it's up there with a vortex grenade in the way of changing a game. <clears throat> like those, I know that. Yeah, I'm not letting that one go ever. Um, and for anybody who wants to know what I'm talking about, I'm, I'm sure I'll tell you later, but go back and listen to our post scanders episode and hear me be all salty and bitter about it because it's really great to listen to. Um, but the, the whole thing with Titans has been around for a long time. But as everybody who's listening knows, there's been a massive push in the last sort of six months with with the release of Adeptus Titanicus, with the release of another another Titan that nobody was expecting. And uh, nobody was asking for it. No, yeah, also nobody was really asking for, but hey, you know. Who doesn't want another Titan with basically a revolver stuck to its shoulders? Um, <laughs> but the other thing is, there's been some real effort put back, put into the the background because um, Titan Death has been released, yes. and when we're not just talking about a book about Titans, we're talking about the book about Titans. We're talking about Beta Garmin. We're talking about a massive part of the game we love, the story that we love, and the Horus Heresy, and where that it's takes fucking us. Ep epic battles taking. And even Epicure. <laughs> it's it's like the Titan equivalent of Talon. There were so many goddamn Titans on there, it just got crazy. Um, but there's so much that we could talk about. Um, Magnus, you, you were looking at this, weren't you, Titan? At what? At the book. Titan. At Titan yeah. Death. Um, I'm really psyched about it, because I mentioned in an earlier episode that I was so pissed off about them not covering Beta Gammon. Um in the new release of the Heresy series books, they just went, oh, we went to Beta Gamma, and then people died, and we went along. But <laughs> now they released the Titan Death book, which actually takes place on Beta Gamma, from what I understand. Um, and I'm really psyched about it, just seeing how they scale it with the battles on Beta Gamma with all mm. the Titans. It'll be, I think it will be awesome. Yeah, I think uh, the the way that uh, they explained it at the last weekend is like if you think that Moloch was big, Betty Garmin is like insane. <laughs> and this one's this one's written by, written by uh, Guy Haley, so you know it's going to be great. Um, he yeah. does some fantastic stuff there, and 
Yeah, I'm literally just, I am looking at the overview of the story on the Black Library website, which you should all go and listen, uh, go and look at, because it's just a heresy hard on in like three sentences. And what else do you need? It's just, you know, heresy boner all the way up. And now it's just like, right now I want to play with Titans. And um, considering that everybody around the around our virtual table here has built or played with Titans in some, some way, shape or form, or watched over them being played with, or built walls to stop them, try to at least, um, you know, we thought we'd get together and have this chat about it. Um, Freddie. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows that you're 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 an old time gamer like myself. What was your sort of first memories of the of the Titans themselves? Uh, I remember going into a, a shop that was called Games and Such in English, Spel och sånt, and uh, great and title for at, a shop. <laughs> yeah, no, Games and Such, and uh, looking at uh, their releases. Normally, they had like uh, Advanced Squad Leader and all those kind of like. Um, what do you call like fucking um, war games where where they have the uh, tokens on? They called something special. I fucking forgot about it. Oh. Uh, anyway, and and they had miniature games, and usually I went there uh, to to get my daily fix on uh, like minifigs, and because we were for some reason we were doing like Bonnie Blue and some uh, fucking uh, fifteen mil Napoleonics because my friends were weird at that age. Uh, and then I was I was kind of looking over it and decided, look at all these Games Workshop shit, you know. And and at that stage they had Adeptus Titanicus, they had Rogue Trader, and they had Warhammer Fantasy. And this is way way back in the day, like fucking eighties. And I thought like fuck this, uh, this is cool, like massive robots and shit. And it, it wasn't too expensive, and you got heaps of plastic uh, Titans in the game. You got actually styrofoam buildings. I remember. Oh, classic. Uh, styrofoam buildings, you got tokens and shit. And so me and my mate, we decided to split split a pack. And uh, we divided up the Titans. And I still have a couple of those plastic ones right behind me here, actually, when I'm turning around looking in my massive storage area of shit. <laughs> and eventually they released, like, lead uh, upgrade packs. You bought them in blisters. I remember like the old the game, old, old, old Citadel miniature blisters where you had like arm upgrade packs in lead. And that's where, you know, JP's been on about in his fucking um, Age of Darkness uh, podcast about the fist that uh, hammers into in Terminators into other buildings or into other Titans. I have that. It's actually on my Titan that's right behind me here. So. Cool. That, that's my first one. It was so cool, like because you did like damage tables and shit. Like for being so young that I was, like not even a teenager, it was it was fucking a complicated game. If you look at how the games are now for for people in that age, so and we were trying like getting through with our our English skills from school and shit. And we probably did heaps of wrong, like we did with Rogue Trader, with all the tables and stuff, and kind of played it like how we thought they meant with their rules. Yeah, have we been doing that for years anyway? Ah, we're still doing that, mate. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we're still playing it that way, dude. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, but that, that that was my first memory. Like, and I just loved the cover. The cover was because this is the '80s, so think about fucking Judge Shred and shit, and that kind of all the the artwork from that time is always super bloody and gory and depressing and shit. I don't know. Maybe it was the 80s and we were just waiting for the nukes to drop. But 
it, it, it's just that, like, because you see, like, Titans burning up, lying destroyed in front of it, and everyone can Google the cover. I love the cover for the old Adeptus Titanic. It's fucking I'm looking cool. at it right now. It's it, so it is good. so good. Uh, and and I may and steal that as our event, yeah. uh, our episode image. Yeah, and it, it was such a like like that one in the Rogue Trader cover, and I remember the first Horus Heresy, which was one of those games where you actually moved. Fucking, the, it was an old school army game where you had those tokens, and I remember you got some upgrades in White Dwarf for that as well. And yeah, but like those cover arts, I, I don't even have to Google them or anything. Those are imprinted in my mind. When I think about my childhood, yeah, very awesome. Anders, what yeah. was your what was your first exposure to Titans? Uh, I think it was when um, I was playing fantasy. I was like twelve or thirteen years old. Yeah, so many many years ago, and uh, then you had like those lead dragons that you thought was uh, really real big, and then you had friend that played forty k, and the biggest model you have seen in your life was a bane blade or something. Oh yeah, and you went to a Givi store or something and saw Lucius Patton Warlord Titan, and, no, a Warhound Titan, and you were like, "Shit!" You saw a little <laughs> guardsman by the foot, and you were like, "The scale of the things that you read finally came to life." I think. Yeah, like that. Very awesome, Magnus. What about you, buddy? First Titan exposure, yeah. some decent Titan exposure. Please, someone say armored cast, or I will fucking die inside myself and feel like I'm the oldest one here. I'm ah. sorry, that was good. That was gonna be my next. That was gonna be my point. Okay. <laughs> uh, my first experience for seeing like Titans from Epic back yeah. in like uh, early, like early, really early nineties something. Uh, playing with my cousin, he had uh, he played Epic back in the days. Uh, but then uh, when I got into the hobby again as a as an adult, I I went and bought a Warhound. So yeah, needed one needed the biggest model they had at the time. Oh yes, because they are impressive to see. They really are. They really yeah. are. And I have to say, for me, there's I've got so the funny thing is I've got so many memories. Of of Titans because I remember when they released um, Epic Titan Legions, where you had the Imperator and the the giant orc Gargan, yeah, against each other. And I, I we used to have they used to have display games, obviously that sort of stuff. But when the shop, the local um, Gibby shop that I was going to, was you know they were they were as usual sort of like really quiet periods so we just play the shit out of that all the time with the scatter you know the dice and going up and down and trying how many engine kills and stuff you could get uh, and fucking imperator with the yeah it was like an almost an a3 fucking sheet for it yeah but how <laughs> good was that yeah, i mean you put seriously like the bases the epic bases in the legs and shit <laughs> yeah crazy. you could literally put all that it was so good um and um, the other thing that I remember about Titans, and I, I can't get this image out of my head, like yourself already, is an old issue of White Dwarf. It's issue 179, which has the, it's got the Imperator Titan on the cover from Titan Legions. So it's when it was released. It's this beautiful image of the Imperator on this White Dwarf front, and it's, oh, it's so pretty. And that was stuck in my head. But yes, as you, you did, not to make you feel old, Freddie, it's okay. I remember the armor cast titans as well. Um, they're awesome. 
And they, like they, they don't really hold up in scale so much anymore, but they're so good. They're so much fun. And we had one, at least one running at uh, um, Scandis in 2017, because I know Bjorn had one. Um, yeah. My buddy Bjorn had one. And I, I can't remember. We didn't see any this year, I don't think. Um, but I know they're out there. And I've seen a couple. I've seen the Reaver and the Warhound ones. And they're, I mean, the Warhound one is amazing because I just love the dog head that has got on there. It's not like, it's a proper dog head. <laughs> it's like, it's there. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, yeah, well, it's made from the old school epic dog one. Because yeah. they redesigned the fucking, I remember because I did the whole epic journey, they redesigned mm. the, the Warhound three times. It's like the, the first one, the classic one with the dog when there's just skimpy long leg, uh, long arms for the cannons. The second yeah. one, it looks more like a fucking hen, with yeah. with like a small dog head. And the third one was like the boxy um, Lucius pattern one. And yeah, then this... the last one, last one was the March one when they did it in at Forge World for fucking wrestling. So this, times, uh, fucking, yeah. There have been some really interesting third party ones. There's a third party warlord out there, the giant sort of boxy style warlord type. Oh, the one from uh, the. Old the cartoons yeah there's somebody that made that one uh that, i keep looking at that one yeah that dad Abnett, that dad Abnett cartoon you know comic is freaking awesome and so full of um you know just everything titan it's so worth just looking at and, and reading um but yeah that that third party warlord i was like that is that is still one of my favorite models because it just it's just got such a a pull from uh, from all that old artwork and everything. Yeah, but, well, they, that was when they redesigned Epic uh, yeah. when it became like Epic uh, Forty Thousand. That's when yeah. they did the whole Lucius pattern and everything became boxy. And then, as part of that, uh, they did the whole uh, comic as well at the same time. And that, that comic is just legit. Simple as that. But uh, yeah, I mean, so I mean, we've all had, like I say, we've all had experiences. But uh, you're our guest here tonight, so Anders. Yeah. Why? Why the love of Titans? I mean, we're talking. We're not just talking um, like Epic or the Titanicus, but actually like twenty-eight mil scale Titans. Why Titans? What is it that you love about? Them? Um, I think it's the scale. When you put up and when, when you have a good table and have a lots of terrain on it, like four or three or five uh, storage houses and the big mountains and everything, and really have a good table. And then you put a Titan on it, and everything around it shrinks so much. But then you go down and see your infantry, you see your tanks and everything, and you, you get the perspective of a really big battle. I think it's because of that. I think yeah. it's yeah, it, created. It, it, it just yeah. makes it re like a table really look like the old art that you remember from like Second Ed or those massive, gigantic, because you remember all those Blanche and paintings that they did where the, it's just the battle is so big you can't even comprehend it it's like it looks yeah. insane and a lot of time when you see the titans in uh, white dwarf or uh, anywhere you, you almost always have a backdrop of a poster or something so you don't see the real scale of the model without intervening with other models and real terrain but when you have one in a battle then you get it. I think that's really, really nice. Cool. I mean, I, I, I can't disagree with you at all. 
I'm just uh, I was just interested in what sort of drew you to it. I mean, uh, I have I have to admit I don't own one yet, but there there will be. I, I've built enough of them um, and painted a lot of them, and they're just they're amazing pieces of equipment. Um, the, and the the scale like you say the scale they add to a table is is ridiculous. Um, you know, you put a it it sounds crazy, but you put a 28 mil scale Warlord Titan in the middle of a table. And you put a marine next to it, and then you go, "Yeah, I, I, I get why now. <laughs> I, I, I get why these things are called god machines. Even even a warhound, you know, you put a warhound there, and it's like, yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah, and also when when you think about it, they have to put it, they have to transport it from a planet to another planet. You you, you get a sort of sense on all those." Um, you know, if you Google and watch all the spacecrafts from everything from Babylon 5 to um, uh, Deep Space Nine, they have those uh, different sizes of spaceships. And then it came come to Port K and like, yeah, your Star Wars destroyer is a tiny little marine in front of a, a, our things. So it's then you realize the scale of it all. Yeah, it's you know when you when you've got like the super star destroyer or a star destroyer and going, oh, that's so quaint. That's basically a lifeboat for an imperial cruiser or something. Yeah, <laughs> with a charge on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah. But also, um, and uh, I don't know if you, I, I think you guys put um, links to it a couple of um, episodes back to the wall that Magnus and all the other people built. Yeah, and the walls were massive, but then we yeah. put titans between them, and then the wall was tiny, <laughs> like little hedges. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they really put. That was like the fun part to see it because the the walls, as we said in earlier episodes, were actually modeled to make uh, the warhounds like arm, uh, the arm mounts go over the walls. And when we put down all the walls uh, on the table and just started fiddling around and putting Marines on them and like some Rhino chassis and stuff. And, and the walls really looked really, really massive. And then we started putting up like a couple of Warlords, a bunch of Reavers, a bunch of Warhounds. And we're like, ah, that's an Aegis defense line. Yes, and I remember because I talked about this many, many times that when we did Scandus, um, myself and Anders, I, I was sort of playing the the by Titan lead army using playing our uh, our Titan household, which we'd done the the models up for, and we were just sort of opposite each other and going, yeah, th that wall's just there just to look pretty. You're just going to step over the top of it. It's like there's no yeah. way that the Warlord gives a damn about that Titan, that wall. It's just yeah. going to go, uh-huh, step. <laughs> and it's good. Yeah. But that, that yeah. was so awesome. Yeah, and I think for me, it's yeah, the scale of everything, it's, it shifts. And uh, I think that's something really lovely with Titans. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely, and it, it's I, I I like from purely from an army building perspective. Okay, I don't know about a warlord, but reaver or um, warhound, you can you can really with some of the armies you can really theme around them. Yeah, uh, because I was looking at um, like a militia army themed around a warhound, but having it so that literally they worship the warhound. 
yeah. you know, do it that way. So you can have some fun with them as well. They're not just, well, they are just gigantic killing machines, but they're gigantic killing machines, which, you know, puny mortals will also worship. <laughs> yeah, but also they're it's 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 almost more than that. it's a it's a religion for them to create one. It's, it's several hundreds of thousand years of chanting crazy things into a machine, so it gets a conscience, and then you have a pilot that has to be a part of that conscience, and oh. everything from them to become homesick that the world titan wants to come home to Mars every four hundred years or something because <laughs> I feel a little bit homesick. It's it's really lovely it's uh, it's crazy but it's lovely yeah it it's does so it wonderful. does say something about it doesn't it really yeah. <laughs> romance in the 31st millennium <laughs> yeah, yeah but also the the, the the weird thing mechanicum hates giving uh, um, artificial life you always want a human to control something but when it comes to the god machines they say that they have control, but they don't have control. <laughs> we're totally in control. No, we're not going that way. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> Fake okay. news. Fake news. Yeah, so not happening. <laughs> Actually, that, that that puts me on to something really, really interesting. Um, this, this goes to everybody. Um, I'm going to start with... I'm going to start with Freddy. Um, yep. Titans, because Titans don't just appear in Titan Death, the book. They appear... In like lots of short stories and different parts of the the whole sort of black book series as we go along, do you have a favourite moment that is a Titan related? A favourite bit of a, one of the one of the one of the black library books or in a black book anywhere? Is there one that you just go, yes, that is that's it. That that's what well, Titans are for me. It, it is hard to to pick one favorite, but I have to say we have the, to the, do it. <laughs> well, no, but I would say that the first time when uh, when I started reading the Horus Heresy and every every I remember Lee Joe Mortis and stuff, and then in the first three books, when you see the struggle uh, and the betrayal at Istvan Three and mm -hmm. the Joe Mortis Legion kind of you know where, where they shooting each other, like that was like oh so cool to be part of. Like now the Titans are part of it, and we we get to see because I remember playing Adeptus Titanicus, and you had Traitor Legions, and you had had uh, like normal uh, Legios, like Traitor Legios and normal Legios, and and the background flop wasn't super evolved back then. And then it sort of kind of then it became 40k, and then you knew about the Death Heads, and you know a little bit, and the Chaos and stuff. So it's for me, it was so cool to come back from like in the beginning when they were normal and not warp twisted uh, fucking Titans see what's going on there mm -hmm. and then and that was a massive hard on for me to come back into that in the black book when it, like before the back book when they actually just brought it in the black library novels the first one in the when they opened up the Horus heresy series that was so, like it, it just made those three first books so fucking perfect because it had all the things that i always wanted to know more about and especially with the titans like when they had legio mortis on it's one three and shit Nice. That, that, nice. Was, that was super sexy, and and, uh, and then I was kind of like uh, semi hard for Titans, and then suddenly when they, you know, you, people might say have a different opinion about Inferno, but when suddenly they were like side Titans and weird shit, like they never specified what was going on with the Thousand Sun Titan Legion there, it just yeah, it just went fucking bananas. That was another, like, I was like, ooh, what's going on here? Side Titans? What the fuck? And also in Master of Mankind, when they fight, it's so fucking cool with the engine death. And 
Anyway, sorry. That's, a, that's, that's only like half a dozen. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pick any of those. I love them. Anders, what about you, buddy? You got a favorite? Uh, when it comes to heresy, I would say uh, in the book Siege of Terra, when um, the four, the Traitor Legions and the Mars, um, I think it's Mortis and another legion that uh, descends on Terra, and they describe the god machines walking up and start pounding the wall of Terra. Because it's a couple of uh, pages where everything starts to burn. And the hope in the city is like, when they see the silhouette of the first titan, but then it's like, no, it's not one, it's 24 or something like that. And there's only one part of the wall. And you, you don't even see the warhounds, you see the warlord titans. And then you have the reavers and everything. And then you feel like, okay, this is the power of man. Regardless of if it's traitor or loyal, you you have a an army with a purpose, and the army's legions of fucking god machines. And yeah, that, that gave, gave me a couple of shivers down the spine when I read it. There's a definite moment of we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, in that one, Magnus, you got any favorites? Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm, with it, I'm, I'm biased towards the um, Warhounds. Mm-hmm. I have a love for them because of their uh, how they describe them in books. And, I, and you have to correct me on this because I'm shit with names, but I think it's Betrayer. Oh, where they, where yes. I was going to say that. I was, was going to do that as well. Yeah, you know, I'd beat you to it. Fuck you, man. I knew I should have gone next. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> there are two two moments in betray. the The first one is when they step on. Is it? Um, oh, fuck me. Uh, what's he, What's his name? The crybaby. Uh, fucking. Oh, you mean when they well, step when on Angron? When they're about to step on. Um, Angron. Well, no, they're yeah. about to step on. Uh, what's his name? Logar. Logar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. First, they hit him with the plasma and the plasma in the in the full in the face, and then they try to step on him and. And Angron comes up <laughs> and shoves him away. Yeah. It's You're a, stepping on a fool. Yeah. You, everybody loves Titans needs to read Betrayer. Uh, yes. For that, yeah. that passage alone. Uh, and then the other part is when they uh, hunt a... Um, Oh, the Imperator. The Imperator class, Titan. Fuck yeah. Versus Claws! Oh, that's yeah. so good. But it's, it's, uh, it's the it's, battle with the Princep in there. He's like, no, we've got to go this way. The, go, the spirit's going, no, we're going there. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an epic moment. And they, they describe it so well in that book. Um, and those war, Warhounds uh, with the Arsus Claw, which Legion is it, pretty? Oh, I can't remember. Why is it Cal- Cal- well, What's they called? Oh, Fucking... no, it's not. Um... Yeah. Califrax, or what are they called again? They have some other name when they turn, but uh, anywho. Uh, Google. Someone Google fast. I, I am Googling as fast well as I can. Yeah, those passages in Betrayer are so cool. Um, and there Ordax. are lots of other, other Ordax. books. Le- like Legio the, Ordax. Yeah, Legio Ordax. And uh, like the Ember Wolves, uh, they're called. Yeah, and like Fred described, the Master of Mankind when they duke it out in the webway and stuff like that. There are so oh, many pretty. cool patches, but 
I really, really love the Warhounds and Betrayer just describes them so well, the Ordax mm -hmm. hunting packs. So yeah, that's yeah. that's my baby of Titans. See now 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 I've got to follow up on that. There's see, Betrayer was my first choice. I, I respect Magnus pulled that one. It's a good call. It's probably the best call as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but I'm going to give sort of three examples, three three shorter examples of um, of Titans. The first one is Talon, one of the Talon books, mm -hmm. where you just see them uh, being described out on the um, out on the sort of horizon, and it's there's there's a, a moment where everything pays off for the traitors. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't read the books, but there's a moment and it's, it's just the impending shadows of these Titans walking in. And it, it's a real turn for what happens in the story. And you don't get a lot of description of it, but it's enough just to hit you in the gut and go, shit, they're in trouble um, <laughs> with these Titans walking towards them. So there's that one. There's another short story one, which is Talon-based as well, where basically, and it's because it's my fourth Legion and I love them, um, a Warsmith um, from a um, from the fourth Legion, from the Iron Warriors, basically breaks in into a Warlord and then hotwires it. Yeah. <laughs> he effectively hotwires a Warlord and then just controls it back to his own lines. And it's like, sup guys, look what I found. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. <laughs> it's not like I'm gonna go find a tank. It's like I find a Titan. Yeah, I can do this. And he hot wires it, which is awesome. Um, but the last one, and this is the one I I think is one of the most dramatic moments because it totally throws totally throws a battle. Um, and that is and this will include spoilers, is in um uh, Vengeful Spirit. Where they go on, uh, if I remember, if it is, I think it's Vengeful Spirit, where they're they're basically on um, the planet where they where Moloch. Horus goes to, yeah, Moloch, Moloch. where he's go, when he's going to go through the gate, and this is where you have the whole sort of uh, double flip with the night houses, the household, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and basically you've got the the, the loyalists are like. Yeah, we're getting killed on all fronts, but we've got this fucking Imperator Titan that's just sitting there. There's no way they're getting far past it. And then basically, Banalash walks up and shoves its lance up its tailpipe and detonates an Imperator War uh, Imperator Titan. And then it's like, crap. Uh, that's it. They're done. They have no hope. Um, and it's just, it's so well done on the backdrop of all these epic moments. It's really easy for something like that to get lost, but I think it's done in such a great way that it just shows how much of a swing these these Titans can have in a game or in the world in and of itself. But it's like, yeah, we've got two full legions of Space Marines, including the War Master and another Primarch. We can totally hold out because we've got an Imperator Titan. Oh shit, um, we're screwed. <laughs> so yeah, that that would be sort of my my picks behind Betrayer, because Betrayer basically has made me want to have a hunting pack of warhounds. Um, yeah, but Jody, your your pick there with the with the scene on Moloch with uh, with the knights. Yeah, it it also I think that's a good pick because it also shows that the title legios are not invulnerable. True. In any way, shape, or form, they need the support of 
of both infantry and armor and all that jazz. I mean, the bigger the Titan, the more support it actually needs. That's a very fair point, actually, Magnus. Yeah, good call on that one. Well, um, that, that's a good thing because they bring that up in uh, actually new Adeptus Titanicus book about yeah. how they realize that uh, they are actually vulnerable against knights that come around their flanks and get a, like a free reign. And that it's kind of similar to the game though. Like if if you don't if you don't protect your flanks and if you don't look after those knights and they come up close and nasty, they they they'll fuck you up. So this is true. This is very very true. But uh, yeah, I think all of those are just fantastic examples of titans in in the fluff. And I think it's absolutely awesome. And then you know, and then we get to play with them. I mean, let's be fair. Then we get to play with them, but it's not just uh, this. This is the thing. This it's not just here's a model. Here are its rules. Off you go. It's they have got so much character to them, and I think this is going to tie in nicely where we start. We can start talking about the legios themselves and the the personalities and everything to do with the legios. Now I know Freddie yep. has a love for legio mortis. Yeah, that's true. Anders, do you have a particular Legio that you, you're doing all your stuff up in, or you, you have a love for? Yeah, I've been a part of uh, a Facebook group for a couple of years now that I really enjoy, and that's Mortis as well. Oh, so we've got double Mortis, double Death Heads here, right? Okay. Yeah. And Mag Magnus Where is missing the last Death Head, then. Yeah, you are. Um, Magnus, you, you've already said you're sort of a fan of the uh, the... Uh, Warhounds, and would it be fair to say, like maybe Legio Ordax, the whole betrayer sort of well, spin, would be a friend for a thing of yours? I'm I'm actually gonna be like bad person today and say I don't really have a really clear favorite. I really like Ordax um, due to them having just uh, what are they called? Um, what are they called, Freddy? The yeah, Ursus Clause. Yeah, the Ursus Clause. But I'm a loyalist, hard, hard in heart, mm. so I really don't mm. like them for that aspect alone. So I don't have a really good, like, favorite. I like Graphonicus, but I don't like their paint scheme, so I'm never going to paint them. Um, I painted a, an ugly-ass custom Titan back in the days, but you got it. Uh, Jody, so it's fixed up. Well, technically, Freddie has it, but we're going to balance mm -hmm. that out at some oh, point. Yeah, 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 of course. Of because course. he's going to see, he's getting me a new one. It's all good. Details. Yeah, but mm -hmm. now I'm painting for Adeptus Titanicus. I'm um, painting a Estobiax. Ooh. Uh, on, well, pretty much Freddie's behalf, but I really like the color My scheme. I, so, I suggested the color scheme because I like it. Yeah. You told me. Here's oh, a good yes. Said, Such a yeah. nice color scheme. I did it. So, no, but I'm playing the Stobiax right now for Adeptus Titanicus, and it's turning out really well. So I'm I'm probably going to do um, do uh, full-size Titan once they get up here. Jody, wink, wink. That's um, nice, wink, wink. Very well understood. <laughs> and I'll, I'll probably paint those as the Stobiax and see if I'll... I can, See if I can swing them both ways. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Fluff-wise, they swing both ways. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, anything can swing both ways in the 31st millennium. That's actually That's very, very true. And the Emperor's children just open about it. Yeah, we swing, <laughs> we swing. Every way. <laughs> it's like, don't worry about which direction we swing. What, what, is, it? what is it? It's the, um, the, the, the Latin or High Gothic on the um, Emperor's Children banner that translates into every hole is a goal. <laughs> Something like that, if I remember rightly. <laughs> Something uh, like that. Hashtag <laughs> fake news. <laughs> you, the more you say this whole fake news thing, man, the more people are just not going to believe you. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, well, you guys, but, I mean, tell us. Can you tell us a little bit about your your favorite legions? I mean, you, you know, Magnus. Do you know much about the Zestabaks or however it's Zestabax, pronounced? Um, not that much, actually. They they uh, they took a part at Prospero. From mm -hmm. the little information I siphoned, correct me if I'm wrong. Because yeah, you, you, you are correct. The... It's okay. I was just going to say, have a look in the Discord channel. You're all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they took a part there. Don't know that much more after that, but I know I'm... that they shot one <laughs> into a space station a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're coming to some rules later on during this episode and fuck yeah i'm gonna get a worse warlord titan that's all the bells and whistles and extras because <laughs> why the hell not man <laughs> these guys rock up with the thousand suns oh pretty that would be yeah. pretty awesome i actually. can make that work you could totally make that work Oh, totally yeah. make that work, but we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Freddie uh, Anders, can you tell us a little bit about your your legions, your legion, the Death Head, the, Mort the Legio Mortis? Who do you want to go first? Well, you're our guest. I think you should take the lead, <laughs> unless Freddie has yeah. a has a moment has a moment. <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll leave this to, to yeah, okay. Have yeah, but, um, yeah, for me it was when I read up on everything regarding Titans and. Uh, I I always liked the first uh, legions. So in the Age of Strife, Legion Mortuforce formed with the, them, and I think it was Tempestus, and which was the third one? Was it the um, Fury? Uh, uh, was it Furion? I can't remember. Fury, but yeah, it's like it the, the Firebrand, wasn't it? Firebrand, yeah. something. It was like yeah. the Trinity because they they played in in the Fluffy Trinity, and they had like three major like. Yeah. Titan Legions and Legion Mortis, and and it's like a internal rivalry of who is the most prominent Titan Legion and currently Legion. Well, depends on the year three thirty thousand zero zero seven or five <laughs> five. Someone Legion Mortis is think. currently you know the number one in the Super Bowl of Titans at Mars. Yeah, and, and uh, Mount Rushmore of Titans. More, they are the ones that turned to Nurgle and I really love Nurgle so those things combined made me just want to read up more in them and fell more and more in love with them and when they are the ones that uh, uh, are the bitches that uh, cutthroat everybody else on Mars <laughs> and try to spread viruses for, to their uh, fort worlds when they launch the first attack uh, when Horus says it's now or never or Show your faith or something. I don't remember what it says. Oh, when the scrap code and shit. There. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, the, this is the bad guys. The magma lakes and yeah. Then I felt like, okay, this is the really bad guys. 
and they 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 will become very nasty demons with putrids and everything and then i just fell in love with them i love how they like uh, this this is a bit of a side note but i love how how they are hinted already because we already know that they turn to nerd before they even drop the first uh, black library book because this is established lore but i love how they hinted like in istvan 3 they were mm. the titan <laughs> legion who was part of the virus bombing they were at the planet then if you read up the fluff suddenly there are uh what we used to remember from back in the day in 40k, yeah. Do you remember like the fucking Nurgling Nurgle zombies, Plague You zombies? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and if you read in the Black Book, the entire planet is full of Plague You zombies later on <laughs> when they're trying to rescue Gera and shit. Spoilers, sorry. And <laughs> yeah, so it, 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 in all these little stories, I've noticed because obviously I'm interested in Legion, you can always see that in every story that Legion Mortis is in, there's a little bit of hint about Nurgle-esque things. So like uh, at Moloch and, and so on, and like at different battles, like how at like the scrap code is a virus and yeah, and so on. Like it, it, it's heaps of little hints that you lead on, but no one, it's, it's, it's never applied in any of the black books that, oh, well, this, this is like the, the Empress children full on, full like fucking uh, Slanesh. You have the thousands of full on scene. You have, you know, the world eaters full on corn and shit. But you, you never have any hints about Legion Mortis, but you do. They're like Easter eggs, like the kids would say in computer gaming. And they're all over the books. And it's it's so cunningly done. So you you wouldn't you don't even notice it unless you're a compulsory obsessive like me. Yeah, Fair and also enough. when you start to read up on them, they, they, they don't really care about Horus. He, he's just an ends to a mean because they want to achieve the greatness of uh, their Mechanicum gods. They, they don't really care about Horus. He's, he's just a human in a flesh bag. Yeah. And I think it's really lovely. They, they, they don't care about the Emperor or Horus. They're just an ends to a mean to continue to strive to get the the new tech or new artifacts or whatever it is to get more close to their gods or yeah, yeah. And, and well they if in the background as well they they're kind of because the 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 kind of civil world mars is the the essence of them is that some of them don't believe them for being the omnisaya and some do and and that's that's the foundation then obviously it's all the political layers about the uh, about power struggles and stuff, and and Legion Mortis wants to be the predominant Titan Legion as well. Uh, so they're interesting about earning glory for their own fucking Legio and shit. So so they they are petty and self selfish, but also in like uh, they give zero fucks about everyone and they only care care about like furthering the the standard standings of their Legio. You know, you know, we completely missed something though for epic Titan moments, and I've got to throw this in now because we're talking about Legio Mortis. Is the book Don't Mechanicum? Yeah, yeah. Mechanicum, yeah, and the whole. And again, spoilers, but there is literally a moment where the uh, I think it's one of the Mortis Titans comes up and basically screams "Scrap Code" at the yeah. at the Tempestus Titans. And they are literally like trying to resist being shut down or taken over. Oh, it's just so awesome. Because um, of you, you bringing up the book, can we just say to everybody that's listening, don't put it on an um, audio uh, book 
read it because the one that reads it is a fucking snore fest. Yeah, it's not the best. It's not the best audio book, but <coughs> it's still pretty good. But it's not the yeah. best. But I do. Tries, I just complete tangent for a second. I'm I've got to mention the only other awesome part in that book, and because it involves knights, is House Tyrannis when they basically get wiped out to like the last two, which go and hide off because of you know um, future dragon MacGuffin or whatever. But the, when they basically go after the the uh, envoy of Horus and get wiped out to a man to kill him, that is like one of the best read, written scenes of night battles that you'll see outside of, I think, Vengeful Spirit. It's um, very much uh, Charge of the Light Brigade. Yeah, I was going to say... In the it's, 31st millennium. It's like the... It, I was going to say it's like the... Um, what is it? The... Uh, the the last fight of um, the Rohirrim at, uh, in Lord of the Rings at the end, they've wiped out like most force, and then they just hear the horns of the uh, you know with the giant elephants coming at them. It's like fuck, we've got to do this, haven't we? Rowan. Yeah. Off we go, <laughs> they just charge at them. Um, but that's legitimately awesome. Um, but Legio, the thing is, Legio Mortis seems quite a popular Legio. Um, just wondering, is there anything that stands out to you to make it that? Is it is it because it's used a lot in the stories, very, or what do you think? Yeah, they're they're everywhere in the stories, and it's also very forgiving painting scheme. And it has it has red and black, which is an attractive color combination, I reckon. So you yeah, reckon it's a combination? I think, of them? I think the biggest part of why Mortis is a really popular legion is <laughs> if you look at the books and and the lore. They are they are like the ultramarines of Mechanicum, uh, to be blunt. They, they they get a lot of attention. They get a lot of backstories. They get a lot of characters that are well described. So so you 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 find something about them you like. You find a character or a forge uh, plant or or a titan something. And if you're like me, like the dark side more than the bright side. They are the easy choice, and they have a really nice painting. Yeah, mm. yeah. that's very and true. And also, it, because of the way they've written it in the heresy, there, there's as you see with this the struggle that happens on um, on the Titans at East One Three. You'll see that there are still you you can still run a Mortis uh, kind of you know rogue element that might be semi lawyer, but more looking after themselves and stuff so it, it it is it is like the it's like the i wouldn't say the ultramarines it's like the black legion <laughs> yeah sure I, I was just taking it to extreme but you're right yeah yeah, yeah i was gonna say ultramarine is pretty extreme yeah. <laughs> saying saying the world ultramarine is like kind of like cursing here yeah I hate if them. You, if you say it three times into a mirror, apparently Robot Girlman shows up behind yeah, you, gives with you his fucking a slap with the Codex Astartes. So you know. Please, you can slap him before I die. <laughs> I've tried to slap him, I guess. <laughs> I was going to say try. <laughs> oh man, I must admit because I've been reading. Um, actually, while we've been while you guys have been chatting, I've been having a look at uh, Legio uh, Zesta ba uh, backs or whatever it is, the one that Magnus is doing. And there's some really good stuff in there, but again, it's not a lot of stuff that comes out, and I think that's why you find Mortis and I think is it the Fire Wasps? Yeah, is another yeah, very the, popular the fire, one. Fire Wasps was the ever first Legion that was ever created uh, in the Games Workshop universe. I think that's one because it, 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 it's one that's on the cover of the old uh, fucking thing. It's the first Legion I ever did because 
it was the only one that well, there was anything about back in the 80s. Uh, so I don't yeah. think there is, I don't think they have, have they done like a, a I can't remember they ever re-released them like with the transfer sheets or anything. I don't believe so. I, I, I don't that. know. Well, there's not, not that much of custom. Pop Fire Wasps anymore. I mean, mm. they're an early Games Workshop product, and then, then like, Grafonicon took over, Grafonicus took mm. over more of, like, headspace for, like, loyal Titan legions. Uh, but if, if, we're, if we're lucky now with the success of Adeptus Titanicus, we will see a lot of things coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope because really like an ominous for the fire wasps because that's yeah. really. But to be honest, when when Forge World and GV sees the attention certain legions will get online, and then when they have uh, events at uh, Nottingham, they will also see and hear the love of certain legions. So for them, they have the titans in twenty-eight millimeters. They will just create transfer sheets. It's not an expensive thing for them to do. So I think we will see a lot of new legions emerging because of Adeptus Titanicus. I sincerely hope so. I sincerely hope so. I would be very, very sad if they didn't. But, you know, let, let's not hold our breath and let's let the community carry the weight on that because we seem to be pretty good at picking up on the things that are, are missed or, or maybe, say, required by, um, you know, by until GW pick up and get on with it. Um, yeah. But, you know. What can we say? I mean, there's. I'm just having a look. If if anybody's interested in seeing the different, um, like the, the, there's a variety of different schemes out there. Um, there's some fantastic groups on Facebook. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm looking at the uh, Titan Owners Club, for example. There's uh, Titanicus groups. There's you know 28 mil scale groups out there. They're all absolutely gorgeous. There's some fantastic ones out there. Um, I have to say I very much put myself in the Legio Ordax group because I love I, I want to go Warhounds more than more than anything else. I want to do Warhounds rather than like uh Reavers and stuff like that because I, I love the Warhounds models. The uh, Lucius and the Mars pattern ones, they all look I think they look gorgeous. However, should I ever, and God knows this will never happen, but you never know, you know, weird shit could happen, find myself it, 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 with my hands on a, um, a spare warlord, or whatever scale, there is something about Ordo Sinister. Yeah. There is something very much about Ordo Sinister that makes me go, yeah, I kind, I kind of fancied the idea of Psychic Titans. <laughs> it's just like, I, I don't know, but there, yeah, there is something about them. Um, I mean, is do it, we... is it the uh, "fuck you" label they have stamped on their, like, on their forehead? Basically, yes. <laughs> it's like uh, we're like your warlord, but bigger and better, and can fry your brains. Um, and we're going to talk about the rules for them later. But I just, I just love the fact that somebody in the, when they created the fluff went. Yeah, we've got all these titans. I know what. Let's make one of them psychic. Yeah, why not? Because oh, reasons. Wait. I just love it. No, I think it's great. It's not. It's not a knock. It's just a. I think it's awesome. And somebody went, "Yeah, let's do this." And it's like, oh man. <laughs> somebody I, I want to see. Gonna... I want to see all the upgrade kids like the big titan bell and shit. Oh <laughs> like yeah. Pads and 
That'd be so cool. That would be so amazing. Uh, I mean, you could you could go go completely nuts. I mean, I know um, if you if you guys are interested, have a look on. I think it's thirty k Sweden. There's uh, one of our friends, Linus. He's been playing some games using Titans as terrain <laughs> with with his his Reaver and a few others, and building the uh, the Mechanicum terrain up and around them and stuff like that. And that's looked pretty cool. Um, yeah. Which would would have so uh, damn it! I used it. I used that little. No, we'll do it. We'll do it this way around. It's okay. I can come back to it because that sideways nicely when talking about terrain into one of the things that Anders is has uh, a hard on for and is very much working towards as a project. Yeah, and I like terrain uh, a lot. You like terrain a lot. Would would you like yeah. to and I, I do honestly say if you're like me and do love these models, please sit down um for obvious reasons, which will become obvious in a moment. What are you planning on doing with certain things, Anders? Yeah yeah we can it, on your last episode I think it was um um, uh, Carl has brought up that he, he bought a Titan for me, a little Warlord Titan. I saved the because Titan. The, yeah, because he was, <laughs> when I explained to him that I was going to bring up my heat gun in a couple of weeks and create a big fat hole in his belly, th then he got a little bit afraid. And then a couple of weeks later, he, he just uh, talked me out of using that Titan in, um, <laughs> in my terrain piece, which I'm building. And uh, it's just. Uh, I, I think Titans are really awesome to play, but they don't get to play that much. So I decided to use a couple of my Titans as a really big board. And uh, then Forge Worlds uh, send out a picture of their Nottingham table with a Titan that just sits really ugly on, I think it's Taurus or something, and heads up. But uh, I, have, I have a plan. I have started the sketches. And... I have a good friend, friend called Alexander, or his name is Alexander, if I call that, that's going to help me with the um, every every LED light and everything. And we're going to build a two times eight uh, feet table with one Warlord Titan, two Reaver Titans, or, and two Warhounds, I think. It might that's be one going. Warhound. Yeah. I, I, I want to three, save uh, one. I really want to save one from. <laughs> Yeah, everybody that if you ever want to sell a titan just say that you're going to kill them and people will just say that oh no you can't do that and then you they won't save them so that's my tip for you but if you want to use them as a train do it and uh, I, I care about I, people <laughs> yeah but but actually it, it's uh, i think it's the best homage to the titans because then you can play those small skirmish battles and play around those Big monoliths. If you if you seen uh, the Star Wars movie, the first one when they're like flying over those dead star destroyers, it's just it's just so massive. It, it gives me a hard on thinking that, that uh, you just see your rhino drive underneath a leg of a broken or uh, destroyed warlord titan. It's just it's going to be epic. Yeah, it's going to be great. Well, to give you some some credit, like uh, when I went to Stiff in Texas, uh, they had made uh, a specific table where a Titan basically just collapsed into a building, and and they, yeah. they and they had like this uh, they had some lead light in some sort of uh, Adeptus Mechanicus contraption trying to retrieve the 
the reactor core out of it and stuff, and it looks just fucking cool. Yeah. No, in, in all seriousness, no. I mean, it is. It's going to be awesome. You're going to do some fantastic work with it. And you were saying that you had a. It, it's not just a, a sort of a flat table idea. No, it's going to be inches deep because when the titans fall, you need that uh, depth. When when a titan fall, it's going to crush the ground underneath it, and and you really need to have that perspective. And also, it's it gives a great way to play like Necromunda or other skirmish games where, where you can have a little band of uh, guys that are just walking down hallways in the ground around a titan. <laughs> and and, and uh, it, it, like if they found that in, like I already, already in my head, I've done up heaps of scenarios now while you've been talking about like tech scavengers and how they find like the, the remnants of the war in Necromunda uh, and, yeah. and stuff. And they're trying to, to, to fight on the carcass of a, an old titan because that would be fucking. Be so I cool. remember the wasn't it Dawn of War two or some shit. The entire story was based around trying to fight over this titan bits. Yeah, they they tried to secure a titan, probably a volcano cannon or something. Yeah, you fire it at the end and just squash people with it. Sweet. <laughs> so, but but that goes to show just uh, ha- what a strategic importance it has to fight over, you know, a fallen titan. Uh, yeah, but uh, if you look to the lower one, after the Harris area, when the the me- uh, mechanicum that uh, uh, runs to the eye, uh, eye of terror, uh, there they have nine. Um, they bring with them nine wards. And for all that we know, they can't make any more. So they have nine warlords. So if somebody says to Chaos, you know, there's a warlord on the planet, they're going to go and get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, there's a very good idea that you're... But also with all the... For uh, Mechanicum and everything, yes, you can make... Like Linus has did with great... Um, uh, like... Um, Yes, build a couple of floors up to, with a one of those um, uh, cranes and everything, and you can you can do so much with terrain. Uh, that I, I love terrain so much. So why not use the greatest pieces for well done to terrain? Yeah, yeah. and uh, well, and I used to wait. Uh, you to make it like super sexy. Obviously, you you want to destroy it a bit, but for those people that are a bit maybe don't have the financial needs or or the things linus's ideas is pretty good because then you get you you still have them as terrain piece when you don't play with them because the the pretty cheap plastic kits like especially the mechanicum kits if you use them and you build them around your titan and then it it will look like workstation yeah or refueling or whatever there's so many, so many terrain ideas out for them. It's it's crazy. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a, a dream I have is for all my titans to have, have like a, like a, a fortress tile, which I then build like a house, a housing station uh, similar to one that is in uh, Warhammer World in the museum where they have yeah. a warlord. Uh, oh yeah, the guys. One of the guys built that for. Um, for did he do that for a golden demon entry? If I remember rightly. Oh, I can't, I can't remember, but so I think it, so. It would be like super cool because then when you just like because I really understand what you're meaning about because you're like it's we have always have scanners 
and or you have the Adepticon Mega Battle, and everyone brings the Titans, and you can play with. Them. So you get some table hours, but in between that and all the normal, like even in Somotalis or in Necromunda or any other games, here, the Titans they just sit on your shelf, but they are gorgeous models and they need to be showcased more, and they actually add to the table heaps. So I, I'm I'm definitely thinking about. It could also be standing as a display board if you want to bring your Titan to a Titan event, but it it and then double up as a fucking train piece. So um, I'm definitely looking at it. I'm not going to heat gun my Titans, but you know, building something around it and then use it as train when you don't play it because it's it's just they definitely deserve to be on a table almost all the time. Yeah, yeah they really do. I mean, the the thing is, uh, talking about that in general, I mean, you can get away with doing that. With um, uh, what do you call it? Um, with large tanks and stuff like your super heavy tanks and stuff, you can get away with doing the same sort of thing terrain wise when it comes to games and stuff like that. Um, is is always a nice little extra bit. Um, yeah, and, it, and it will it, trust me. Like it will make your tabletop stand out more compared to the stock standard. You know, you buy your games workshop, the cityscape, and you have your either your fat mat or you have your fucking. Uh, uh, games Workshop tiles, and it it will make your tabletop stand out heaps more. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Um, it does always that with terrain. You can always like build a, a house of the plastic art, and then just put a, a flyer in, crash it into the house, and then you will have a really funny terrain piece. You can buy from um, Facebook or eBay or somebody that has smashed. Um, flyer or something really cheap. Someone, then... someone that put a fucking uh, hammer to a, a fell blade because he lost the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, there's there's always not that we promote it, but there's always always ways of finding cheap alternatives to things that exist out there from Forge World that you may be able to then find a way of turning into. Whoever the fuck is eating crisps, I'm going to kill you because I have to edit. I might try and edit that at some point. Um, oh, you do it the right way and you buy the things and fuck them up with a heat gun. You're just evil. You're just know, evil, so. man. No, it's going to be lovely. God. <laughs> oh yeah, you have to be nice to him though because we need to. Uh, I don't want to have to give. I'm being Anderson. very nice to him. It's a just... every time we want him to bring his table. Well, you. you that's that's for you two to work out. If I if I cause that to happen, not my problem. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, no. It's it's. I I can't I can't wait to see this stuff get turned into terrain. And we, we yeah. you and I, Anders, you and I have talked about it a couple of times when we've met up and we've been on uh, events and stuff about it. And I'm really looking forward to seeing it. And the thing is, with a piece of terrain like that, it's it's got so much. There's so much you can play around with it. You could do Kill Team around it. You could do Centurion. I mean, Centurion games around that would be amazing. I mean, you know, literally fighting your yeah, your models fighting and climbing over the corpse of a of a warlord fighting at a Centurion level. You know that sort of stuff. That would be so so cinematic. It would be amazing. Um, but yeah, no, I'd, I'd love to see where it all comes out, man going to be good and actually I, I tell you what i'll say this to our listeners now if any of you out there and that includes the boys from um rfi and that if you've done if you've made terrain out of titans uh, send us some pictures 
either fire them to us in an email or just put them on our Facebook page so we can have a look. Because I, I would love to see that sort of stuff shared about and see what people have come up with. Because that would be very cool to see. And if you have Titans that you never play with and, and feel like ah, I don't have a room for this anymore, you can ask Yodi for my address and I will give you a, a plaque on the table or something. <laughs> I, I will happily facilitate. I will happy, happily be a facilitator on that one for you, Anders. I, I, I will make that happen. Every third Titan will disappear on the way. I was going to say, yeah, every third Titan may not make it, but, you know, have but uh no seriousness and actually i think um i was going to jump into uh keeping an eye on the time was going to jump into our titan legio next but what i thought i'd do very quickly is just talking about titans as a whole when it comes to modeling um because it's kind of funny i mean everybody knows that i'm uh i do commissions and I, i do that sort of stuff one of the things that i do as part of that is building but i only do that on the bigger projects because um, it can be quite daunting when you're actually building these things. Um, they're actually when you when you actually get down get them down to their component parts, they're really simple to build. You just need to take your time. I would say follow the Forge World instructions, but they're shit, um, especially for the Warhounds and the Reavers. The Warlord instructions are actually pretty good, I have to say. And unless they've done newer versions of the instructions um recently that i haven't seen there there are literally points where they do say do this and then they go to the next point and it's like uh i missed a few steps to get here and you kind of have to work it out but um basically magnets are your best friend and we're not talking like two millimeter by three millimeter magnets we're talking i use on like um for example like freddy's warlord for example has uh, a 20 millimeter or 25 millimeter by three millimeter rare earth magnet that connects to a 20 millimeter by five millimeter rare earth magnet. And that's pretty heavy duty stuff. That's about 80 kilos of pull to separate them. Um, Do you want me to be a dick here? Well, you use nuts and bolts. <laughs> yeah, I, I would pin them and screw them because over time, magnets fade. The the uh, the N50 rare earth magnets are pretty pretty strong, but I would say for transportation, I I would use magnets. That's what I that's what I use. I do understand what you're saying, but uh, with magnets, you can then sort of seal in a lot of the points where you'd have to gain access to with uh, with screws and everything. Uh, so are we talking like uh, on a warlord titan? Um, the arms, so you can change weapons, or are we talking the whole? Where do you like to put the points? The key, the key points that I, I would I would build magnets are the waist, mm-hmm. the head, and mm-hmm. then the arm joints. Now with with the with the reaver, so like the, the elbows, hand, not the the, the, the sho- depends, not the shoulders. The, no, the not the, it depends how you're doing it. Because here's the funny thing: with the reaver and the warhound. You have a lot of flexibility because when they sell the parts, they sell the parts, they sell the weapons with the actual extension from the weapon to the arm socket. So you've got a choice. You can either magnetize, fit that permanently to your Titan and magnetize the contact point between that and the weapon, or you magnetize the top of it into the shoulder. Mm. So you can get away with that. With a Warlord, you don't get extra parts 
between uh, for the elbow joint. So you've got to be you've got to have a look at how to do it. So I found that if you've got more than one weapon that you're going to be putting on, you actually uh, have to fit permanently fit most of the shoulder attachments and then find the the lineup so you can actually uh, magnetize through the elbow joint. I totally uh, agree with you with the weapons and the head, but uh, I, when it comes to like the waist, on uh, I, I rather, I, but that that's a personal thing, I guess, because yeah, totally. we, you have the gravity and everything that helps the magnet to help keep it in place. But I always pin the waist of the the Titans. Yeah, I to totally. I mean, it is it's very much personal preference. That's just how I, when I'm doing them as, uh, for commissions and, and for myself, that's how I look to build them because it's it also for me as a for a building process, it's a lot cleaner. Yeah, I, I find it a I lot cleaner um, and a lot easier to work with. Um, yeah. But I just uh, want to break. I just want to break in here since you're mm -hmm. all amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> no, brown, no. <laughs> you get all the power tools out, and then I did only super glue and no accelerator, like a fucking pro. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen what it work on all. What else? What else did you do to it, Magnus? Well, what else did you do to that warhound? <laughs> oh, there was so much. So much nasty stuff done to my Warhound. Yeah. I tried for, those, for those who haven't uh, played Magnus uh, in his early days, yeah. uh, when, when he brought his Warhound on a game, it started on a 90-grade scale tipping forward, and within a couple of hours, it started to lean a little bit more every 15 minutes until it needed to put a tree or something on a gun to keep it It got tired. <laughs> drinking, drinking heavily. Everything gets sleepy. That's how, yeah. just how it works, even in the house. And all, all I all I can say is that it was a heroic thing you did to use wood screws and um, washers to to mount the weapons and to drill through and like mount hips and feet and stuff like that with all the glue and the the car shellac shellac or whatever it is you put over the top to seal it. That was. It was all the glue. It was all the glue. And yeah. All the car, like. <laughs> and I can say this because I was the one who rescued it and pulled it apart and put it back together. Um, but it was, a, it was a heroic job, and it, it took a heroic effort to, and a large amount of time in a freezer to pull it apart. Um, I just want to put in, like, a, a, like, one of those excellent moments in... in in the hobby when you try to assemble something and oh yeah i was gonna pin the top of it i know you've seen joe there's a fucking yeah. hole in the floor <clears throat> uh, so slightly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> i was drilling that bit and the top top of the titan it was just to pin it between the um the top and like the middle section of it so between the legs and the top of it um and i was power drilling <laughs> and the drill got stuck in the model, like mid-turn. <laughs> and, and the model kept it, spinning. <laughs> yeah, the top was complete with arms and everything. And I was drilling it and it just spun and it went everywhere. All the parts went to fucking shit in like two seconds. I could say this. But not stirred or no, yeah. wait. That's opposite. All shaken, <laughs> half stirred and fucking broken. 
Here's something funny: is that when I was uh, when I was working on uh, Bjorn's Warlord for him, um, love you, Bjorn. It didn't break anything. You're okay. It was all good. Um, the first time I used one of these powerful magnets, because the other reason I didn't do the the pinning per se is because the base section of the um, Warlord there is about maximum. I think it's about five or six millimeters thick resin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was always wor- the, here's the thing. I was always worried that that having a solid point in there might cause that to snap. So at least if you knock it, the magnet allows a bit of give. Um, but anyway, I literally had two of my friends holding the hip section and me with this 20 millimeter, you know, wood boring um, drill bit, just grinding down into this thing. And, you know, they're holding on as hard as they can and it just slips from their hands. And there's this moment where the hips of the warlord are just spinning on the end permanently. I'm just looking at it going, oh, that's fun. It's like, shit, <laughs> take your finger <laughs> off the power and then sort of like get it out. It's like, okay, thankfully it's made a deep enough hole and then pull it out and then off you go. Um, but yeah, all, all I'm saying is when it, comes to, when it comes to building these things, take your time, uh, have a spirit level handy when you're working on things like the hips and stuff like that, take some time to have a look at how other people have built them uh, because it is possible to, to do quite a lot with them, but you've got to remember that there's, there's um, they can become top heavy if you don't do, don't position things properly. Um, like getting the width of the foot stance, right with things like the warlord. It's kind of, it's a lot easier because it's so fucking huge that um, there is only so much you can do with them. But you can, like with the Warhounds, um, really, people really love that whole stalking low look. And it's awesome. And it looks great. But if you don't get the, the position of the hips wide enough and at the right angle, the moment you put the top on, it falls sideways. Yeah, they're fucking horrible to assemble, though. I know, I've done a few of them. <laughs> and that's, that's... A couple of bottles of super glue magnets. <laughs> yeah. Activator yeah. magnets. Uh, yeah. Oh, activator. Activator Cheating. and pinning. Yeah, yeah. I, I literally yeah, I literally have like um a spirit level that's like uh it's basically a ball which has the, the markings on it so you can like literally have the bubble at the very top to level it out. Um so I've got that set up now. And the funny thing is, if you actually try and do it realistically and look at some of the poses that have been done, there's a fantastic diorama that one guy's done where he's literally got the warhound's war legs almost flat to the ground. Sadly, it wouldn't actually do that as a model um, because the pistons wouldn't work. But, uh, you know, just have a look what's there and, and, and build it out. Um, just remember the balance is a, is a key thing. Um, and painting it, there are there's so many ways of getting around and doing cool stuff to it. Um, when, when you yeah. do pistons and posing and stuff, you s- try and use some blue tack and shit and see if it actually works. Yeah, that's a, before that's you, a good before idea. Before you commit your entire reserve of super glue, <laughs> <laughs> just buy buy yourself some super glue, get some activator, and don't be afraid to put pins in there and stuff like that. And once you got the position right, because that will always help add a bit of strength. Like pinning hips and stuff like that is always a good job. Or um, if you're a man, just call group. me. I'll tell you how to. Do it like a real man <laughs> with a power tool. <laughs> yeah. 
Had also to get some inspiration. The Facebook groups, the Titan Owners Club, and a couple of the other oh. ones are really great to get like, oh, how does, does that look and everything before you start to doing it yourself. Definitely, there's some absolutely beautiful. I mean, again, I'm still in the, still having a look in the group there. Um, there's some fantastic um, shots of of people doing stuff. Um, there's actually a really. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's actually a really funny discussion going on on um, Crusade and Heresy group i don't know if you've seen that they're talking about somebody's done like sat down and crunched the numbers and done the scientific research behind it or whatever to point out that basically a warhound at its full speed would literally get both its legs up off the floor kind of like an ostrich running <laughs> the one that started to do the, the titanicus yes. uh, jumper he's yeah, gone and done it with it yeah somebody's actually put a, a flying base stand underneath his titanicus warhound and modeled legs like that and i think it's genius i would be very tempted to do that for the 28 mil skill as well and just see what everybody's reaction was just have a gigantically thick flight stand underneath it that could be quite fun yeah Um, just a big magnet for that oh yeah very big (laughs) well what if you're really good you get two opposite magnets so it's actually floating floating yeah i thought about that that'd be cool I've thought about it. They exist. It takes a bit of work, but it could be done. Um, but that, that's just some very quick tips on sort of doing it and painting it. There, uh, painting is just an experience. Have fun doing it. Um, you know, airbrush is always a winner because you can get really nice smooth paints down over a big surface. Um, Don't trust over- him on that one. I've done this before. <laughs> what airbrushing is by far superior to getting like i mean you know i i've a seen the layer of brush Just i've seen the layer of wall brush that's all it is <clears throat> i'm surprised you Just didn't go with the paint roller. they're lovely models enjoy yourself <laughs> yeah and don't rush it you no. take your time exactly and they do take time they are very worth taking your time with um and that's going to tie in nicely because as we're speaking, and when we drop this uh, episode, there will be now. Are we doing it for the Patreons only, Fred? For everybody? Uh, no, we're doing it for everyone for this one. Fantastic. Well, what we will be dropping, because this is going to lead into the next part where Freddie's going to talk about our custom Titan Legio. But there will be uh, a basic painting guide that I'm putting together right now for the color scheme as well, with a couple of uh, little life hacks in there for for doing the work on the Titans. So, uh, you know, if you've got any questions, just hit me up on that once it's dropped. But, Freddie, now we're going to go into the fun bit before we start talking about the models uh, and the rules. Fluff. I love fluff. That. Would you like to tell everybody about our custom uh, our podcast custom legio yes yes of course i would uh well uh, as people know we had a raffle uh, last last oh it's last year now fucking hell <laughs> the last yeah, year it's uh, last we year already <laughs> kind of uh, a titan manipole and as part of that the whole thing with the titan manipole we wanted to do something special something unique so we got the best and the brightest together to talk about things so we had the help from miles we had the help from jp we and everyone here at the podcast helped out, and we kind of brainstormed stuff together, and we created our own custom Titan Legion. <clears throat> Fucking Age of Darkness stole the idea and made them their own afterwards. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so we came up with Legio Latinicos, which is basically... Well, I want you to read the fluff, so I don't want to, want to do too much spoilers, but let's just say it is a major Titan Legion that was created kind of... 
in the middle during the Great Crusade. It took part in everyone's favorite massive battle that we know so little about, the Rangadang Cenocide. And it also plays a major part in our new event series where we have some battles set up in a custom system in a, in a special sector part of um, uh, the Eastern Fringe, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. I or so. to be even more, southeastern part of the Eastern Fringe. Uh, anyway, uh, and uh, also they are, they will, they will partake in Magnus' favorite battle of all time, and at the Siege of Terra. And uh, just like uh, some of the other Titan Legions, they will have traitor and loyalist elements in it. But yeah, but what I really wanted to talk about uh, when it comes to that is like just enjoy that, read our fluff. We have also done custom Adeptus Titanicus rules which in the booklet that will be in the show notes. Uh, and we'd also have some painting schemes and then the painting guide and so on and so on. But what I really want to talk about is that this is the 31st millennium. So what, what Magnus, uh, what Anders described before, like after the Horus Heresy, that, that a lot of Titan legions has been wiped out. Um, the traitors didn't have that many left after the battle. Like it, there was such a destruction on such a huge scale. So Titan Legions in the 40k universe aren't that many, but in the 30k, there are plenty. So it's a perfect opportunity for all you crazy hobbies to go out there and, and create your own Legio and, and to write the fluff of your Legio and get inspired and stuff and, and do something that you really like. Like do, do that painting scheme that you always want. Because this is more like, like the Black Shields uh, for uh, Astartes, because you can do something and create it on. You can make it, is it a loyalist one? Is it a traitor one? Or is it is it a Legio that is actually outcasts and it and doesn't care about loyalists or traitors and they're fighting together with like a Black Shield force or whatever. Like there's so much inspiration that you can take on and, and do something fucking amazing with. And that's basically what we did. So we just want to put out, uh, because we talked about it, like uh, about our custom Legio and how we, how we kind of created it. And we just want to put out like our suggestion on how we did a custom Titan Legion. And, and you can use pillage and rape that as much as you want and, and steal whatever you want out of that fluff and, and make it your own type of Legion. Read through the black books, read through the black library books. Uh, go on all the Facebook pages or forums and stuff that Anders has been talking about. Uh, think about it. Like, imagine I, I have read a couple of of of, of uh, Black Library books where where there are Titans in war, but no one is actually saying what kind of Legion there are. They're just in the backdrop of the battle. I know that some, like, not all Titan Legions are mentioned in the Battle of Talon, for example, but there are heaps of Titans involved there. Uh, so, yeah, just like this is your chance. Like if if you can't decide if you want to go Legion Mortis or if you go, want to be the the Fire Wasps or whatnot, this is the perfect opportunity for you to try something out. Like, do you want to try a new metallic paint scheme? Do you want to do clear blues, clear reds? Like, have you always wanted to try some different combinations and what what's going on? Like, and 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 let that help you create the story. It, it's like the we always say the the trinity of things because you have your paint scheme, you have what your force is built up of. And then it has your fluff. And, and you know that when you, when, let's say you get into Adeptus Titanicus, you like the Warhounds and you, you build a lot of Warhounds. And then, but you, you always wanted to have one Reaver or you wanted a Reaver, a Warhound, uh, a Reaver, a Warlord, and an old Warhound. Well, that kind of decides that, oh, it's a fast 
fast-moving scout force, and it has sort of like the 2LC and the commander of the Manipole as the hard hitters. And okay, what kind of force would that be? And then it kind of leads on and gets you thinking and telling a story. What kind of forge world will they come from? And and what's going on with that? And and where, what battles did it take part? What, what are they doing here? Who am I playing against? Okay, I'm playing against a mate, and he's doing Lidio Mortis. Okay, maybe they have a grudge against Mortis. Why do they have that grudge? And so on and so on. And And, and it really helps you get inspired and it helps you not... Not only is doing that, creating custom decals and so on, because you said like, he he is he's some sort of knight errant type princept. Okay, well he would have this kind of symbol and 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 stuff. And and just the creative process is so it's so fun. And I had so I really enjoyed it, like uh, brainstorming with everyone when we we're talking fluff and 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 when I was sitting down and reading through and different books and getting inspired and stuff. And and and, and it just makes it when you paint it afterwards. Like and if if you do all of these together, like you paint it, you write fluff at the same time, and and, and it just makes like it, it makes the model that you're doing come alive in a whole different level than just okay, I'm gonna buy five warhounds and this is gonna be Ordax. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But that's my rambling. That's <laughs> your rambling. Hobby passion. I, I just love I love the the creative part, like for me, ga- gaming is uh, 33%. Fucking uh, painting is 33%. And then maybe, oh, no, that's not going to work. Let's say 25, 25, and 50. 50% fluff. 50% fluff. Okay. Yeah. Freddie is a man for his fluff. We all know that. And that's very much what we all love here as well. So there's no arguments whatsoever on that point. So we're going to so be. Have you dropping... guys got any tips and ideas about going about creating your Titan Legion? That's a very good point. Uh, remember building the machines as well, which forge well. Uh, so you can also put in uh, basing ideas for maybe there are a small band of uh, asteroid close to Mars or something. So you want maybe other bases and stuff like that as well. Yeah. Otherwise, I think you covered it really well. Well, the basing you can have to tie it in. Let's say it's a. It is an asteroid force world. Is it like a fucking death world? Is it so you can add on to the story with the bases? And also, if if like I I like, let's say you play a game first and you don't have a base because you you really wanted to do, to paint it tight and you got it all done and nice. And usually it's easier to do it without a base. And then you you want to kind of add the base on, and then it can become a story like your rhino on the night that's crushed like. Maybe you played against Imperial Fist. Uh, well, the Rhino is going to be an Imperial Fist because now we have a grudge against you know them and so on. So it, it also helps creating the story and it gives you ideas about fluff. He's thinking about the base and scenarios like that stuff. So. And I was going to say, when it comes to creating um, not just the sort of the fluff, but the look of it, go back and have a look um, very much at things like heraldic devices. You know, the sort of the the images and things you see with knights um, in sort of dark ages, that sort of thing. Because if you've got some really fun ideas for fluff, but can't come up with an idea for what you would like uh, the uh, an image to be, for example, right? You've got this idea about I don't know, um, you know, honourable an honourable legio that's very strong and all this sort of stuff. If you go back and look at what um, the heraldic devices mean. You might find that that's represented by a lion, for example, um, or a bear, or something along those lines. So it might actually help inform 
the visual stuff when you started to write the um, write that as well. But go nuts, have fun. I mean, you know, as Freddie said, it's there's so much um, free space. It's a real sandbox. You can go just go crazy and play in and build whatever you want there. Yeah, you you'll, you'll like. I know it's daunting. But once you start, you'll you'll fucking enjoy it so much, and it really takes your hobby to another level. Like to make make and create something, and make it make it your own. And then when you start seeing other people kind of liking your idea, and then and then doing their own versions of yours, that that's just like super flattery. So exactly, very very much the case. Anybody else want to add to that? <clears throat> I'll just I'll just say like summarize it is that don't be afraid to like explore something your painting scheme or story or something that you really thought about because the horse heresy is like um like we discussed a lot of times like an historic uh, historic battles which locks down in the terms of painting a lot of times but when it comes to knights and legios. Just go for it. Just try it out and make the fluff as you go along, as you paint it, or if you make the fluff first, just just do it. I'll make it into a Nike commercial. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Make it happen. Oh, awesome source. Awesome. Well, I think then, gentlemen, the last thing we should do is we always do with these sort of look at the we usually go and look at the rules and everything for the special troops and and sort of talk through that but because it's titan legios we can we've got a lot of uh, a lot of rules but very very few units so we can actually go over all of them um so let's do that let's let's start off and i don't th i think the best place to start is very much the um, the warhound titan now does anybody have a personal preference for that Anybody like to? I think Magnus did. <laughs> I can pick it up. Pick it up and pick it up and run with it, Magnus. Tell us all about yeah. the uh, the the skite yeah. the scout titan skite titan no scout titan. Yeah, the so-called Legio Titanicus Warhound Scout Titan. Um, it is a scout class titan, which is sometimes sounds a bit off since it's still. Really, really big, but it's a small runt of litter, and um, it has some what do you call communal rules with all the other uh, titans. It has the towering monstrosity rule, which we'll come into next. But ah, we can take it as we come along. Um, it clocks in at seven hundred fifty points. The little, the little one, so you won't be able to feel it that often. Um, it comes stock standard with a Vulcan Mega Bowler and the Titan Plasma Blast Gun, which most people switch out. Depends on <laughs> what kind of battles you play. We've seen, <laughs> we've seen. <laughs> Seen a lot of differences there because all the weapon choices for the uh, Titans are free to switch out. Uh, they can have the Vulcan Mega Baller, they can have double barrel turbo laser destructor, the Titan Plasma Blast Gun, and the Warhound Inferno Gun. Um, I'm gonna go spoof here and say I don't have the 
stats for them, but we don't need that for now. But well, if you want them, I can all... I can help you with them if you'd like them. Yeah. Should we go through all the stats for all the gun lines? We we can do that very quickly. I mean, I, I can blitz through them here in front of me. What do you want? The stats for the weapons or the battalion yeah. itself? I can st I can start with the stats for the uh, the warhound itself. Yeah. Uh, it has weapon skill of two, ballistic skill of four, strength ten base. The armor is fourteen front, thirteen side, twelve rear, initiative four, one attack, and nine hull points. Um. It has the Agile special rule, which is in the shooting phase, the Warhound may divert some energy from its primary weapon towards its motor system to make it choose from one, fire all available weapons as normal, or two, fire a single primary weapon and move it next to D6, or fire no weapons and move two D6. So pretty much it can sprint instead of shooting. Um, it has the it has night vision. Surprise, uh, it has reactor meltdown, which pretty much if it suffers a titanic explosion, uh, it suffers a titanic explosion if it is destroyed. Um, it goes boom. It goes big boom. <laughs> big bada boom. And it has the god engine rule, which all titans have, which is that all mechanical units within 24 inches and on the same side as model with the special rule are fearless. The, the few that points. actually have leadership. <laughs> what? The few that actually has leadership, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it has two void shields, and all the time it has void shields, so I'll explain how they work. If a shooting attack hits it, it has two void shields, and they have an armor value of 12. Uh, if a glancing or penetrating hit comes through, and even destroyer hits, a single void shield goes down, so it has two of them. can take two destroyer hits without no effects to the Titan itself. And it can recover one void shield at the end of the turn on a five up. But no more than two, of course. Um, then it has the towering monstrosity rule. And it means that it can never be locked in close combat. And it is immune towards haywire, dangerous terrain, and psychic attacks other than witchfire. So that's pretty much the special rules for it. And... Jody, you'll help me out with uh, stats for the Vulcan Mega Boulder. Start out. Yep. Let's go through so we can have a look at the Vulcan Mega Boulder because that, that thing's really useful. Um, I'm just trying to find it now. Do, 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 do. Vulcan Mega Boulder, 60 inch range, strength 6, AP3, heavy 15. Um, that's really useful for either mowing down Marines or going after Void Shields uh, because that will definitely have an effect. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's definitely uh, a cracking piece of equipment to uh, to have some fun with. Um, uh, what other weapons are we looking at on that one, yeah. Magnus? What else do we need to look at? To the uh, favorite, turbo lasers, all the D. <laughs> yeah, the, all the D. The double barrel turbo laser destroyer. 
the structure. On top of a sky shield. Because subtle. <laughs> We've talked about that one before already. We're not doing that. Turbo, uh, turbo laser destructor. So it's basically a D weapon, AP2, primary weapon two, so two shots, and they're a five-inch blast, each one. Um, yeah, they, they make everybody's day worse. Yeah, and to, to be clear on this, they can switch out both their arms, arm-mounted weapons for any of these weapons that we're talking about. So you can double up on anything. I'm just saying. We've seen it. We've done it. <laughs> We've done it, and things go boom. Um, then we have the Titan Plasma Blast Gun. Oh, the blast gun. This is this one's this one's what what do we call this one of the friendlier options? Yeah, this is the friendlier option. It's still still a lot of fun though. But it's this is the thing, it's not a D weapon, so this is why we consider it fun. Um so you've got two fire modes of the plasma blast gun. So it's a 72 inch range. This is a rapid fire, strength eight, AP two, two shots, uh, and that's a seven inch blast. So a massive blast. So uh, reasonable strength eight you know if you've got something toughness five it can it can not get doubled out by it but it's still going to make most units cry um and then you've got the overload option which is 96 inch range just in case you need to shoot the other table um or you're playing on like one of our big board tables uh strength 10 ap2 primary weapon weapon one and then it's the apocalyptic blast so um yeah, yeah goodbye terminators. <laughs> Good goodbye anything underneath that damn piece of that pie plate. That's gonna that's gonna ruin somebody's day wholeheartedly. Um, so yes, that one's that one's a fun one. Um. <laughs> yeah, and then we go into the least picked option of the year award: uh, the Warhound Inferno gun. Oh, don't don't be like that. Don't be like that. I mean, it's uh, never uh, seen. Yeah, okay. I, I've seen it. Freddy's got at least one, right, Freddy? Yep. Yep. Have you ever run it? Yep. Okay. See? There it happens. Um, so which one was it? Sorry, it was the... Uh, Mega Template of Doom. Yeah, I'm trying to find it here on my on Flamer my Large Extraordinaire of all the flamers. The Inferno, the Warhound Inferno. It's a Hellstorm template, which is always fun. Um, strength 7, AP3, primary weapon 1. So basically, it's the same stats as a Knight Asheron. Yeah, which, which is a bit which weird. Uses it. Yeah. Eh, it's weird, but, you know, could it be looks worse. Good, it looks very good. I, I would like to think it looks very, very good. So. Yeah, it looks very cool. Yeah. Sexy. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but speaking from experience, I've fielded these a couple of times in, like, normal games. Um, mm -hmm. They go down, um, yep. yep, and quickly. Uh, nine hull points is not enough to save it from all the nasties. Uh, no, it, it's like uh, because it's the baby one, so I'm I'm pretty sure this one it's not it's not immune to melter, which is the big fucking drawback. So a uh, drop drop pod with fucking ten melter gun marines yeah. will just fucking. No. Ruin your day. Ruin your day. It's yeah. not immune to laser destroyers. No. Let's just be clear. They will <laughs> kill you. <laughs> How do we put it politely, Magnus? They will fuck your day up. <laughs> they will fuck your day up. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. 
but all over the shop. Keep them behind the ruins. Yeah, yeah no, this is like because they're a bit smaller. You can actually use terrain, and you need yeah. to you need to move. This is not yeah. The you need to move. Stand still and there. fucking blast shit. Because every time I run run them, the thing that has saved me is that I can't be locked to combat. So sometimes I've used that by getting into combat at my face, and then you just leave it. And turn. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, just I'm try not... and stay, stay survive alive as long as possible. It is not fucking. It's not tough. No, they go down, and but remember to keep on the move. I mean, they can, they move twelve inches, and they they can surprise your opponent pretty much, because um, everybody's trying to hide from you, <laughs> from your whatever weaponry you have, because all of it will fuck up your day. So keep on the move, just. Keep out of like close combat from big Terminator squads and stuff like that. Chain fist fucking Terminators. Yeah, and yeah, because they will definitely. And um, I was going to say, don't forget your uh, your good old favorite, the um, siege claw on the um, on the Leviathan dreadnought. That'll that'll oh, give yeah. it a very bad day. But just just run away. But your <laughs> run, the issue will always be like draw potting veterans with Kami Malthus. Time. Yeah, but also but thing good that people forget. You can, yeah. you can actually feel them. I mean, on three thousand points, you can pick them up. So, ah, they're fun to play with. They're really fun, and they're good showpieces on the table. They're and it's had a tip. Yeah, and also if you're if you're playing a, a friendly game or a game with a few thousand points, and one maybe have a fell blade, and the other brings their warhound. Don't be afraid sometimes to ignore the shooting part and roll an extra d6 to uh, run around with them because that's what they are for. They, they are really quick things that shoot something to pieces and then runs away and comes back in somebody else. So don't be afraid yeah. to try that sometimes. A lot of times people always want to just fire the guns, but maybe you can get your warhound to survive another round with just getting that extra movement to hide behind a building or something. Yeah, yeah. It's very when, worth it. when I run the mine with the flamer, it, it because I don't always get to shoot the flamer, it makes me do the the fucking move, shoot one one thing, and do that extra run move. It mm. it actually is more effective than you standing mm. and shooting. Oh, I have to shoot my double fucking these. Yeah, don't use it as a firebase. It's not made meant to be so. No, <laughs> it it does not work as a firebase. Don't don't do that, because there are most definitely things out there in the world that will make it have a very bad day. Um, but again, like we said, first off, just have fun with it and make it make it enjoyable for yourself to go out there and and uh, have fun running it, because um, it's totally worth it. Such a good piece of kit. Um, so that's the, the that's the Warhound. Um, what do we got next? We've got the Reaver next. Who wants Zeppie to do the Reaver? Man. You gonna do the Reaver, Freddy? You got that? I can do the Reaver. Seeing since I have a Reaver here, we can do ticket. Uh, uh, Reaver Battle Titan is basically it has all the same rules as a Warhound, except that um, that now it's a bit bigger, mm -hmm. which means that it it, it basically now. Um, where are you going? 
the only thing that's different with this one is because it can't shoot anything from its carpace mounted weapons, which is usually a missile, missile launcher, unless you've gone out and bought that fucking massive bunker with a gun on. Uh, and then you can't shoot anything within 18 inches, unless it's a super heavy vehicle or a Gargantus monsters feature or another Titan or whatnot. Um, but otherwise, it has the same rules as as a fucking um, Warhound. Uh, except, and this is fucking important, unlike a Warhound, you get only hit by a six in close combat. Which is a Warhound, you can use charging with anything, and you'll fight it as normally. Like, I, fuck, I took down a Warhound with, uh, with my old, old mate Korax. Uh, so, yeah. But the thing is, you only hit on six. Which is awesome. Or if a knight fights you, they hit on a five or a six. So that means getting locked into combat isn't that dangerous anymore. So the whole tactic about running into combat to save yourself when you're getting into the shits, it's actually a viable option. Otherwise, every every mechanical model with the twenty four is still uh, still immune to uh, the fearless. Uh, it has four void shields, unlike the Warhound, which has two. Uh, it has all the same bells and whistles, like night vision and stuff. Mo- more importantly, it also has 14, 14, 13 for its armor. However, it has initiative two and double the whole points, so it's 18. So you- you'll-, you'll see a theme here when we go up in size. You know, su- surprise, surprise, most smart people can now already figure out uh, the number of whole points for a, a warlord. But size yeah. matters at this case. Size does matters. Uh, <clears throat> and it comes with uh, three weapon mounts. The Warhound has two, so it's three. So you'll see it's two, three, four. You'll also notice later on. Uh, and I think that is the difference, except it has so it's a weapon skill two, ballistic skill four, strength 10, 14, 14, 13, initiative two, two attacks, and 18 whole points. You can equip this bad boy. Uh, here you actually have a couple of free options, or you have to pay some points for some reason. And it's 1,475 points, which is a bit uh, like double, double, almost double a Warhound. I mean, yeah, Warhound. Yep. Uh, anyway, so the free options is the Reaver Gatling Blaster, <coughs> the Reaver Laser Blaster, and the Melter Cannon, uh, or the Power Fist. And on the top, everything is free. So you can have a double barrel turbo laser destructor, Titan plasma blast gun, a Warhound Inferno cannon, a Vulcan megabolter, or a Vortex support missile. I have ever, only ever, ever seen this this thing in 28 mil being equipped with either the turbo laser destructor or the the normal missiles, the Apocalypse uh, missile launcher. Yeah. It's usually the. Um, I've only. I think I've only ever seen it with the Apocalypse missile launcher. To be fair. No, I, I know. Uh, <coughs> oh no! Doesn't uh, Dobbin have it with the? Yeah. Um, he's got it with the laser destroyer on there. The laser. Yeah, he has the uh, laser destructor because he bought that tile where you get it. Mm. Um, which is a really nice tile, actually. Which I would lo- like if anyone out there has put a fucking uh, an Inferno cannon, Vulcan megabolter support missile on there please send me a photo because i would love to see it like i know how the vortex missile launcher looked in epic it's just a big 
fucking nuke me on top of the carpets. But yeah, no, I would definitely love to see that. Do we need to go through any of the rules for those particular? Um... <clears throat> well, uh, basically, the well, all I can say is the chain fist. It's a close combat weapon, which is um, a destroyer weapon. You reroll once from memory. Uh, the power fist is used to destroy a close combat weapon. It's useless. Like it's literally the worst thing you can put on this, put on this model. But it's the coolest thing. <laughs> the melter cannon. It's imagine the the biggest mega melter gun you can ever take. So it's 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 a melter with a ridiculous range. I think it's ninety six. So you will always be in melter range. It has the apocalyptic blast, and yeah, it it it, it will just destroy shit. Uh, it's crazy. It is crazy, and the laser blaster is basically your, you you go go to the, the the weapon, um, the volcano cannon. I can't remember. What's the volcano cannon? Fuck! Do I even have to look up the rules? Do you have the the yes. rules there? <laughs> Give me a second. I'll find the volcano cannon for you. Yeah, uh, uh, Gatlin Bastard is just like uh, imagine imagine if you took a minigun and you put it on a Titan. Obviously, it, it it would be a minigun made out of battle cannon barrels. Because <laughs> subtle, right? Because size matters, and uh, yeah, so it it is basically the assault cannon version of a, of battle cannons. Yeah, it was strength ten, AP three, I think, and it's yeah. six shots with a five inch blast for yeah. each one. I know it is. It it's is not like subtle. A, that's not but it, it it is the the assault cannon version of fucking battle cannons. It's and you wanted the you wanted the volcano cannon, right? Exactly. I can't remember. I know it's badass. Uh, hundred and eighty inch range when for when you have to shoot across the gaming hall. <laughs> um, it's a D weapon, AP one, primary weapon one, so one shot. But it's an apocalyptic blast at ten inches, and it's got machine destroyer on it as well. Yeah. For so it's. Because you need extra rules on that. So it, it is massive. But you should probably go through the, the things. That, the Vortex support missile. The Vulcan Mega Ball, we already said. The Inferno Cannon, we already said. Plasma Destructor, it's the same for everyone. It's like either you shoot the minimum power or the mega power, like we said before. And the double barrel turbo lasers is the same as the Warhound. Uh, yep. But the Vortex missile... Vortex missile. I will bring that up momentarily. Just give me a second. Excuse all the noises in the background. Me saving files for the painting guide. Uh, right, hang on. Let me go. Vortex missile. Vortex. The Vortex missile bank. Um, yeah. Okay. It's twelve to three hundred and sixty inches. I can't even come up with a pun for for why you'd want the. <laughs> oh no, that's the missile bank. No, if it's to support missile in and of itself. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Right, okay. <laughs> so this is 12 inches to 960 inches. Should you need to shoot a table in another fucking gaming club somewhere? Um, it's, yeah, it's coming basically. now. I'm, I'm phoning <laughs> you. <laughs> it's, it's on the way. Uh, strength D, AP1, primary weapon. It's only a 5-inch large blast. Boo. But it's a vortex. It's one use only. Which we all know you love, so... Yeah. yeah, and then the missile bank because that mentioned that one as well. Um, that one is uh, only to three hundred and sixty inches this time. God forbid. Um, again, D strength D AP one, uh, 
Prior Weapon 1, but it's a uh, 5-inch blast vortex, but it's to two times one use. So you get basically two shots with them, but they're one, you know, one each, or however it works out. Oh, nice. So pretty tasty. Pretty fucking tasty. To be fair. Um, so, so now it's bad. bad so if you do the bad boy and let's do the, the psychic boy. I reckon. I get to no, 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 no. You're forgetting the war bringing Nemesis Titan. Oh, yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. Here we yeah. are. Who, okay. who put the dips on that? I can't remember. Wasn't that yeah, Magnus? I can, take that, I can take that one because oh, I, actually take that one. It's, I actually think it looks really good. <laughs> and I know it's uh, either you hate it or you, either you love it. Now I think it looks. It's, it, I don't like its head so much. Uh, I hope they bring out a new head for it. But uh, the body and everything, I think it's awesome. But I think you can see, see I think other heads in there. I see. I, I have to disagree with you, and I, I think it looks kind of top-heavy. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll yeah. agree to disagree on this one. So bringing 2,100 points, the new Warbringer Nemesis Titan. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, weapon skill 2, melee skill 4, strength 10, front 15, side 12, uh, 14, rear 12. Initiative to attack to HP 24. And it's uh, have a war gear of a Carapace Mountain Nemesis Quake Cannon, the really big cannon on top. And then it has two Carapace Mountain Annals Pattern Defense batteries, which is really good in 30k that a Titan has some air defense. And then it's got three Ardex Defensor Molar Bolt Cannon Tarts and two Arm Mounted Re Blaster Laser Blasters. And you can Change those for rear weapons. They get the new blaster, the volcanic cannon, or the melt the cannon. Nice. It got the uh, void shield six, and other part from that is the same rules that every type have. And the really interesting thing with this one is the Nemesis Quake cannon. I think it gets the range from twenty to four hundred eighty. <laughs> So yeah, it can shoot a bit of a far, and it's a strength D9 or 6 with a apocalyptic blast in a barrage then. Uh, yeah, and it's a blast, barrage, seismic shock, concussive and strike down. So yeah, if you lose a hull point from it, you can't, you can't run, charge, or go flat out and are really slow and dangerous terrain around you. <laughs> so it's 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 quite a bad gun if you compare it to a lot of guns, but uh, it's a really funny gun, I, I would say. I think it's cool. I was gonna say I don't know. It depends if you're playing white scars or not, because if that thing drops on top <laughs> of your army somewhere and you lose yeah. all your fantastic movement and the speed of your army, then um, you're fucked. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, oopsie daisy. Um, but yeah, otherwise it's it's a cracking. Cracking piece, yeah, of that, and and also like when when you have that defensive platform with that super dildo on top, that you get two anvils pattern defense batteries. And for you that doesn't know, it's heavy four twin linked sounder, skyfire, and interceptor. So it's in range seventy two. So it it got air defense, and it's a, uh, the first Titan with a good air defense. And you know what? I I actually really like that it's got. 72 inch range on there as well because mm. it doesn't feel like it's just a um 
what's the right word? It doesn't just feel like it's there for like lip, like lip service. It's it's there because it's there to do a job. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. It's not like um, you know putting a pair of uh, what you call it like. Um, no, but if you, if you look to it, yeah, if you look to to the roles of the Titans, you have the Warhound, which will go up in your face and run around and cause havoc. Uh, the Reavers that will walk slowly and take control over areas and use really hard weapons against hard targets. And then you get uh, Warlord Titans that will try to bring down fire and rain against anything it meets. And then you have this one now, which are more like a defensive platform for an area. It's a new role that they haven't filled, and I think it's really nice. And I hope that mm. for Adeptus Tectanicus and stuff like that, it, this could be a really funny unit to bring, like a moving defense platform or something. Yeah, I very much agree with you on that one, buddy. I think it's uh, it's got a, it's it actually feels like it fits its role, yeah. um, and it doesn't feel like it's it's just been made just because. You know what I mean? It feels like it does have a place on the battlefield, and I really like that. Um, very, very much so. Um, so I, I do believe that it's actually, if we're going from the Warbringer, we're then going on to the, um, <clears throat> stop sending the images. I'm trying to save things. Uh, <laughs> it comes on to, uh, the, the, uh, the big boy, the one that we're all here for, the, the one that brings home all the bacon and brings it home Get exceedingly hard. Yes, it is. Or- or both, you know, whatever, whatever works. Um, and I'm just trying to get to the rules for it. Does anybody else have the rules open for it at the moment? For the uh, Marsh Warlord Titan? Yeah. Yes, please. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to get to it and the PDF so, is not working. So, yeah. So um, coming in on 2,750 points, Mars Warlord Battle Titan, the true Leviathan of the battlefield. Uh, weapon skill 2, ballistic skill 4, strength D, front 15, side 15, rear 14, initiative 1, attack 3, HP 30. And yeah, uh, war gear a lot, so 2 arm mounted Beliosa Patting Vulcano Cannon, or 2 Carapace Mountain Apocalypse Missile Launchers, 2 Ardex Defense Molar Bolt Cannon Turrets, 2 rear mounted Ardex Defense Twin Link Less Cannon Turrets, Armored Ceramites. <laughs> And special rule, the same as everyone. Fear, Hemorrhath, Invisible Behemoth, move to cover, relentless smash, strike down, react to meltdown. Tom Ray Monstrosity Warlord, Void Shield 6, reinforced structured world burner. And uh, I think that's the really funny thing with the World Baton Titan, except that you can have the really nasty weapons, is <laughs> you can't mess with him in close combat. <laughs> You go in there and then you're like, oh yeah, you can only hit me on a six. And oh yeah, you're a monstrous creature. You have a mechanicum, um, really big guy. Okay, then you can hit on a five or six. And uh, you're you bring knights to the table. Yeah, five or six to hit me as well. Then. So yeah, and, it's, I, and uh, I hit you on D. <laughs> yeah, and then I hit back with stomp, large blast, and everything. So yeah, it's. Uh, you, you know, you could just throw a vortex grenade at him. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, but but uh, but then you have the special rule of Yodi, and then you have to be, I think, infantry with vortex grenade. And if you bring um, yeah. titans to kill a titan, uh, was it two fist you got from me in that game? Uh, really yeah, but Rogel uh, Dawn did you a fucking favor. In Let's be to be, to be honest, Yodi. <laughs> you and me said before we started shooting on each other, and we had our. 
warlord warlord titans against each other. You said, "Come on, let's do this hand to hand." Oh fuck combat. yeah! It was just, brilliant. Yeah, I just happened to be. Uh, let's be fair. I happened to be twelve whole points down at that point from a lucky goddamn grenade. <laughs> I, I <laughs> had, it was fun. I though. Had, it was awesome. I, I had two units the, that the apocalyptic battle, and I think we had like sixty-five thousand points per side or something. Yeah, uh, I don't remember. It, it was a lot, but I only used my warlord titan against your warlord titan. And then when we got to close combat, yeah, I, I used my Reaver Titan as well, even though I don't remember if it got It did actually. It, the Reaver Titan is actually what put it over the edge. Oh, okay, it, yeah. It was the Reaver Titan that did the damage. And to be fair, yeah, actually, that's, that's the fun part about it, is that using both of them really, really showed where to get what to do and how to get in on these things. And it is literally, you know, something that big, you need to double team it. Yeah. Uh, or literally you or need to throw or rogel dawn with it with his punk ass grenade throwing um <laughs> or, or, you, or the other thing is you've got to take the risk and you've got to put in like something ridiculous like 20 terminators with chain fists and hope they that you get enough sixes to do some stuff you know yeah. but that's going to last for one round because yeah. it's then just going to go squish on top of I, you. if i remember correctly as well you had a reactor meltdown and you scattered into your own ranks you didn't kill anyone in your rank but you no, skipped, away scattered from back on. that was that was a sad th i think that was the sad thing that was the fun bit but the sad thing as well is that for all that even when it went up in a great big beautiful boom it just backspinned in the wrong time went the wrong way and it would have been it would have been funny to see that do some damage but yeah. I think actually it's what's really funny and what's really great is it was so much fun. Yeah, it was, that's that the great. thing. I mean, it's, you see these things on the tabletop and you go, shit, have I got a face against that? And you know, you get to run these. We literally ran. Well, ran. Uh, in <laughs> we, air quotes. We walked with, with, uh, with a good manner. We so. waddled in, our, in the right direction towards <laughs> each other and then just went in. Yeah, for, for handbags, but it was brilliant and it was so much yeah. fun. It was awesome. But uh, if we should talk about uh, weapons, uh, because I think we had this this discussion then as well, because I had a more, um, um, what did we call it? Um, uh, the the more value for points, cheesy setup. You had I had the, a, um, there, a I think world it's fair item to say. before. I think it's fair to say that there's there's a big difference between um, putting in the um, what do you call it the uh, the missile launchers on the shoulders mm. uh, versus the D weapons on the shoulders. <laughs> but for anyone of you out there that will run a Mars Warlord Titan in an Apoc battle with a lot of points, and we had like sixty five or seventy five thousand points per side. Don't yeah. be afraid to pick the good weapons. Oh, if no, you're go playing a out. friendly game, go, 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 go for missiles. Yeah, go go for the uh, oh. more. Um, yeah, go for the D. <laughs> and and, and and yeah, the power claw looks awesome. Works great because it's a great way to remove void shields from from other titans. Yeah. But also on your warlord titan, a fucking power claw with really long nails. Freddy, you own it now. Do you yep. like that hand? I do. 
Well, I had to give yeah. it some love after. <laughs> so, yeah, I had to improvise something. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was but supposed now, to now become it's almost green. green stuff free. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I had no. I had a week on me, but 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 for anyone out there that want a world battle titan, uh, we we, uh, uh, talked about this earlier with magnetation everything. Make sure you can change the hands because you will love to. You yeah. want fists, you want weapons, you want flamers. You want the versatility of the titans because when you get to play them, it's epic and you want to change it a little bit between each game because they're rare and it will make your Warlord Titan a lot more fun to feel. And, uh, and I think the good thing about the Warlord Titan... Comp- well, actually, so, so like the Warlord Titan has heaps of uh, Carpace options. And the carpage yeah. mounted weapons are super easy to swap out. Like it's, it's literally it's two holes and a slot. You slot them in. Like you, you could be lazy and not even make. And you, you could buy buy them for versatility and then go for your like favorite setup. It, let's say you you don't want to do minex or you just want to pin and leave the arms in place and then you just leave the tops loose uh, or whatever yeah. because they they are super easy to swap out. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think we're down to our last Titan. Yes, and I know you did. You wanted to really talk about this. What me again? You again? No. You did say you wanted to talk about this one. <laughs> well, you're the guest. You no, no, no. I, I, I brought up that you you can't forget about the the fucking <laughs> so you, Titan. Your your job is done then. <laughs> when I was invited to this show, show they. Uh, our dear host said, "We got a warlord, we got a reaver, and we them." And then I said, "But you can't forget the battle side titan, a warlord titan with fucking psychic abilities." Oh, and, uh, and then we started talking a little bit, a little bit more before this episode, and then we remembered the nemesis battle titan as well. You see, soon we will have a horde of titans. We can talk about all the titans. Yeah. Yes. So remember we. Talked about the Warlord Battle Titan around uh, built under three thousand points. Now we're up to three thousand two hundred fifty points in the Warlord Sinister Path and Battle Psy Titan. That was easy to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the short name for him is the Warlord Sinister. Uh, I think it's a really fitting name. You get a weapon skill too, like everybody else. Battle skill four, strength D. Front side, 15, rear, 14, initiative, 1, attack, 3s, and HP, 30. So still, so far, the same as its uh, predecessor. But uh, when we go over to the weapons, there we got the differences, because um, he got everything uh, on the special rule the same as the other one, except Shroud of Terror and World Burner. I think those are his special rules, or is World Burner the same as... uh, Ordinary Warlord, do anyone remember? Or do I need to uh, flicker the book uh, again? I will open up and check. Uh, world Burner. Yeah, they are wor- World Burner yeah. for yeah. their regular. So, world. Shroud of Terror is his special rule then. Uh, and uh, where, do, where do we have his world? Shroud of Terror? Such is the secular amplifier of soul deep terror that hangs about the Psyche Titan. Even the strongest willed soul will break and flee in panic if close to the war machine while in the air of the cities in which the thread become haunted by the nameless dread of the presence. So, yeah, if you're in the same city or in the same postcode, you're fucked. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> yeah, you you get uh, uh, unless you're immune to fear, and uh, which in twelve, so it's a really small city. Uh, so in, in twelve inches of him, and it's uh, your controller's turn. You take a morale check. In addition, unless immune to fear, any unit attempting to charge upside Titan must pass a leadership test test of minus three before doing so. If the test is fail, you fall back. <laughs> so it, right you, away. You it was, yeah, you thought it was easy to hit them in close combat. Now, now you have to try to get close to him as well. Because it's and then fuck uh, you up. <laughs> yeah, and then you get a couple of special rules with his weapons. Uh, he can get the same couple of weapons. That's the big one. But he gets also the Moriquakan and the Saturnus Last Captain. And um, he gets an Ariosh Titan Power Claw with Inbolt Megabuster. So it's a, I think it's another name, but it's the same weapon when it comes to the Power Claw. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he also can uh, unleash some psychic abilities. So here are Pulse Nova. So uh, a Nova is <laughs> fucking everywhere. So range 24, strength 4, AP 5. Assault D6 ignores cover and a fucking soul base. You get those annoying counters on your units. So everybody that's play, I think it's... Uh, is it the Grey Knight in 4K? that plays with soul blaze? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're the really annoying. So yeah, you burn every round, roll a dice and take wounds and shit. It's really annoying. Mm. So uh, if, if you survive him shooting, then they're going to soul blaze you. <laughs> And then you got the Necro Technica, which is Warp Charge 2. And it's a blessing, and it's only target uh, himself then. And for every uh, hull point he has lost, so if he's lost 10 hull points, you roll 10 d6. For each roll of 5 plots, gain back the hull point. So yeah, it's super healing now. And then you got the Witchfire, so... Uh, target a point on the table between 24 and 60 away from Psy Titan. All units, including flyers, whatever it is, everything is affected. All vehicles suffer D3 automatic hit with a high wire, AP2 ignores cover, while all units with a toughness value suffer D6 automatic hits per five full models in the unit. So if you have a big model unit with like 20 models, you're fucked. Strength 5. Low AP, so AP4, ignores cover, and then you get a fucking soul blaze on that, so, yeah. <laughs> it's, Try it's to control extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah, no militia! <laughs> yeah. Is that a Melchior? <laughs> yeah, then, then, and he also got a unique weapon, the Sinestramatus Tenebrae. Uh, so it's a, they describe it like a nightmarishly powerful weapon. So when thirty k describes something like a nightmare, you know it's it's you going it's going to be bad. So it's got a range of only one hundred twenty, so it's short range weapon for a titan. It's strength D or X uh, with um, uh, asterisks, or an X with two asterisks, or one, two, and three in AP. Heavy one apocalyptic mega blast pinning ignores cover concussive vortex inner circle only flashbang two plus middle circle only poison four plus outer circle only. So when you put up your mega blast, you will have a little moment where you and your buddy trying to figure out who gets what. But 
almost anything under it will have a bad time, and then you will have a vortex to play with. This, this so, is yeah. perfect for white scar bikes. Yeah, it's 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 just insane. It's, it's <laughs> fun and insane. It's just as how it should be. And 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 to be fair here, when people bring a warlord titan, when they bring a side titan, it should be like really rare, but it's really crazy and it's yeah, it's. It will be messy. Victory in itself if you fucking get that bad boy down. Yeah. If if you meet one, decide from the start, either shoot it with everything got it to kill it because if it gets to heal, you're fucked. Uh, or just ignore it and run away. Yeah. Braves are run, right. Forest, run. Yeah, but it's it's awesome. It's it's crazy. And I think to be honest, they did this Titan. Just to say that when when you play Titans versus Titan, this will be a little crazy and a little bit fun. But then you you can probably feel this in really big narrative battles, and then it will be really wicked and funny. Because if you don't kill it, say you put it down to one HP, twenty nine <laughs> dices and fire plus, it gets those back. So it's going to heal ten more HPs. And we all know that uh, with those void shields and uh, also with a power value of 15 to wound, going to be hard to put those wounds in. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need to fucking one-shot that bad. Like, you need to, all the D on the table, focus fire. Or yeah. If you don't kill it, you're fucked. Yeah. And if, if you waste a turn shooting into it and it starts to heal realize that you lost it and just ignore it and, and go for an objective because you can't put it down then. You had your chance and now it's over. Okay. It's a really cool titan. So there is... I, I can't wait for them to do like an up kit for a war, warlord. See the Adeptus Titanicus first or or if they're going to release one of them. Like a custom one then just that but also, it's not, it will not be that good in Adeptus uh, Titanicus because a lot of its spells is target tanks and uh, infantry. <coughs> so I, I, I think more that it will be really interesting when they release Epic again because, of course, you will release Epic again, for sure. <laughs> we can hope. So then it will be really cool to have one of those going around and create massive havoc. Shenanigans. Yeah. But yeah. All the shenanigans. Yeah. So if you put good weapons on it, it's around 3,500 pounds. But yeah, <laughs> it will be crazy. So many points of friendness, <laughs> of, yeah. of broken friendships right there. Yeah. <laughs> Friend making the looks. I was going to say, it's not, it's not broken friendships. It's just um, a chance to buy somebody more beer afterwards. Yeah. Evolved friendships. Yeah. And an ice cream, you know, for their ass. <laughs> bring lots of lube. Yeah. Do your friend a favor, bring the lube. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> they're going to love you for it. Uh, <laughs> they really are. Um, so, yeah, that's all the big Titans covered that, exi- that exist for now. We've got hope that there will be, you know, a proper side Titan out there. Who knows what other types of Titans may show up. Um, especially as uh, apparently a lot of the work is being done in um, 
the far, the way they're doing. Well, yeah, more the fact that they're doing a lot of the work because they're doing a lot of the work in CAD that they can actually um, scale up and scale down models. So hopefully, hopefully the uh, those who know, those who are in the know, and those who see sense will look at this and go, "Oh, here's an opportunity to do it not only in." titanicus but look we can scale it up and we can bring it to 28 mil as well so there's hope um that's all i can say there is there is hope that that might happen um or maybe it's a pipe dream i don't know take your pick <laughs> there's always hope there's always hope um but yeah and i think as freddie said i think it's we're getting to the end now. i want to wrap, sort of wrap this one up but i do want to say that um we have, uh, again, once this episode is live, you'll be able to go onto our uh, Facebook page at our Dropbox link at the very top. You'll be able to click on that into the file, and in there will be a file for the Legio itself. Legio Latin. How do we pronounce it? Latinicos. Latinicos. There we are. Sorry, I haven't, had any, I haven't, haven't had any tacos or burritos today, so my foreign language skills are pretty low. Um but there will be a separate folder in there and you will find the fluff. You will find the painting guide um, by myself and you will also find the transfer sheet, Freddie. Uh, yeah, gonna, we'll put it. We're going to put that one in there. Yep. So you can actually print out your own transfer sheet for the Legio as well. So if you think, hey, I love the fluff you've written. I like the color scheme. I want to make my own. You can go and print the transfer sheets out yourself and go nuts. And if you do, send us some pictures. We'd love to see them. We'd love to see the Legio out there and, and doing its thing out on the uh, the fields of battle, whether it be on the Titanicus fields or out there on the fields of the Heresy at 20, 28 mil scale. Um, because at the end of the day, we all love Titans. We're all crazy enough to love Titans here. Um, so, yeah. any Anything last from you guys at all before we wrap this one up? Yeah, yeah we, need, uh, we need 28 mils for uh, the Imperator. <laughs> now. We need it now. You know what? Do it. That would be amazing. <laughs> It'd probably be like a 50,000 crown kit or something crazy like that. But, you know, yep. it would sell out. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Anything from uh, from you, Anders? Or Yeah, if, if, uh, I would say two things that I look forward to in the hopefully near future. Yep. Uh, uh, Warhound Titan. Uh, a new version which only focus on melee combat. Nice. That's awesome and cool to have to both counter knights list, but also remove the shootiness and just go for the. This is oh fuck it would be awesome, and also bring us the church on a titan. <laughs> Come on, guys! Give us it. Make church it happen. Titans. Yeah. Hashtag Imperator for everybody. Yeah, because we need stuff. Yeah, we do. That would be that would be so cool. That would be ever so cool. Um, Freddie, you got any any wants any wish listings for Titans while we're here? Uh, no, but uh, I would love to see uh, more options for the Titans. Like we have the Titans now, and uh, and I think it would be so easy for for Fortwell to get some of that. Like you said with CAD. Like if they get the upgrade spruce and they pan that over to um, 30k to 28 mil, that would be awesome. I would love to see some RSS claws. I would love to see at least all the options that we we already have, like the vortex missiles and stuff. Like they should release them, and then you know if we get any more Titan models on top of that, 
that is just fucking awesome as well. That would be very awesome. Yeah, very much so. Um, I must say, I would I would very much like to see some more uh, Titan or Legio um, transfer sheets come out. I really think that's where they could go great guns and do some good stuff for for the community is bringing out those ty- those uh, transfer sheets to let people go a bit crazy on on what's what's out there. Um, but uh, yeah, just just surprise us, Forge World. Surprise us with something fun. Surprise us with something that doesn't have a revolver on its back. And uh, um, you know, yeah, I'm not going to complain. I want one. Because <laughs> I think they look great. It would look You're great. Complaining well. because you you don't have one. True, I am complaining because I don't have one. But you know that'll that'll sort itself in the future, um, if I win the lottery. Um, but still, no, we love what you're doing. Keep keep going with it. It's going to be awesome. We're going to get some great stuff out of it. Um, so thank you, Anders, for coming on this evening and chatting all things Titans. This is thank not the last. You're more than welcome, my good friend. There, it, this is not going to be the last chat about Titans because we will look at Titanicus. We will look at possibly doing, who knows, maybe we do a whole episode on creating your own custom Titan Legio or, you know, tit- going over Titan battles. Who knows? We'll come up with something because we love talking Titans. Um, but we are going to wrap this up, call this done. Uh, we're going to head on out now into our outro. We're going to have some music, which Anders will probably have chosen by this point, or maybe he's done the first song. Who knows? But we'll be right back after this with our wrap up.
and we're back and a massive thank you to anders for uh joining myself freddie uh, magnus to sit and talk all things titan legio and that this is by no means the end of that discussion because we were really just talking 28 mil scale there um <laughs> but there's the whole eight mil titanicus scale to be talked about there's so much more that could be put into building to painting to creating the legio we're going to come back and visit this again i know it for a fact uh, mainly because i've written it down in the recording schedule for some point in the future <laughs> but it's a damn fun topic to talk about um so yeah thanks again anders that was a lot of fun and please don't destroy every titan you own into scenery just saying keep one maybe please <laughs> <laughs> but apparently not um so we are now just going to do a very quick wrap-up because Freddy's away for the weekender. Uh, that is almost upon us. A week after that, two weeks after that, is um, the Callis event where myself and Eric will be at causing trouble. Um, not on the same, not the same team this time. No, uh, no, not not the same team this time. So hopefully we'll get to I'll get to face him. Um, and we're best painted every time. <laughs> no, we can't, can we, dude? Um, wow. There's only so much we can do. But yeah. uh, I, I'm. This is how heartbroken I am. Oh, heartbroken! I'm going to be running. I'm going to be running a loyalist legion. You. Why, I'm going to be running salamanders. Yay! Have I done wrong, man? All the game. Yeah. No. No. Thank, that, uh, thankfully, because uh, because of the some having to make some changes to my iron warriors before kind of low on points now so i don't have a titan to make the difference up <laughs> or, yeah. or, or uh or enough super heavies um even if they're not, not really allowed uh, more than one for the team um so yeah so but we'll be there max on the road of terror will be there the lovely sebastian will be there um loads of people you heard on the podcast before will be there and we're gonna have a ball of a time so i can't wait for that but most importantly uh, we have the information out already. We said this in our last episode, and we're going to pimp it pretty much every episode from now on. We have our event series for 2019. And so far, we've got five events booked. And I say so far because you never know what happens in this world. Weird shit happens. Um, <laughs> just just dropping that one in there. You never know. <laughs> Suddenly here, Magnus and Freddy go, what? <laughs> More events? Oh, God. <laughs> There's another spread. Um, no, I'm kidding. But our first event is going to be on the 20th of April. It's going to be held at Gothcon, and that's the Scouring of Amara. And that is uh, in conjunction with the guys from 30K Sweden. So Manfred, um, Nicholas, Eric, and who else am I missing? Am I missing oh, someone? That's it. <laughs> that's it that's the team sorry i'm trying to get new new faces this year but that one is going to be a fantastic um narrative event that we're going to be running there with the guys there uh, over that weekend tickets and everything will be on and will be available soon so we will tell you when they are available just chill put yourself as attending the event and then we'll keep you um, in the list for it so it's going to be a blast that's going to be a lot of uh, so come along and join us at GothCon. coming up next freddie it is Legon, the slaughter at Vocatus. And uh, basically, that's running from the 1st to 2nd of June. Stay tuned, though. There might be a surprise, uh, surprise celebrity guest on the 31st of May. I'm trying, I'm trying to hook up uh, an extra event thing going on there. So we'll see what happens. Be ready, uh, everybody. <coughs> Call the paint. 
but anyway, uh, <laughs> that's a horrible <laughs> cough you got there, Freddie. That's yeah, a horrible no, cough. No, there. No, it's too much whiskey. Uh, on the first of <laughs> June, enough. we're uh, running an Adeptus Titanicus uh, event, which is going to be the first Adeptus Titanicus, like proper mega event, I think, in Sweden or Scandinavia that I know of, unless. I know. I, I know the guys. It, that, uh, nothing is run in Norway or Finland or in Denmark that I know. Unless Eric, do you have? If I have an event in Denmark, no, no. Has there been an, an, a mega a Titanicus event in Denmark? No, they're talking about doing them with you know real size Titans. But yeah, that, that's there, so. That's so 2018. Yeah, that's so, la- that's so last year. <laughs> We did that already. Yeah. Uh, but no, actually, I think I think the closest we've had is, uh, and a shout out to the Ajax boys, um, to Daniel and uh, Eric and that who are putting, they did some, at least one or more games, I think, over uh, the beginning of the year. I don't think big event, actual event event as such. But no. guys, feel free to correct me on that and I'll do apologies on the next episode if I'm wrong. <laughs> so that's but day we're, one. We're, yeah, but day, day one is the Adeptus Titanicus. Day two is our, once again, uh, our favorite kind of, it's a Centurion event. But this this year we're focusing on City Fights. So it's going to be a special City Fight uh, um, Force Organization shot uh, with the spe- special rights of war, depending on which faction you're on. Because as everyone kind of, I've heard the rumors. We're introducing three factions this year, so it's not just going to be traitors and loyalists. They're also going to be the fucking separatists or whatever you call the freedom fighters or Union of Freedom. J- Junior, as JP would say, like the socialist fucking uh, trying people's to people's party of the people's party <laughs> of uh, we don't want the master or we don't want the emperor. We want some freedom shit. Fuck yeah. you guys. Fuck you guys. We're in charge. Yeah, we're being unionized. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But but anyway, so it's going to be super in- interesting as always. We're going to have uh, all the regular fucking Centurion cra- crazy stuff going on. We'll have our special kind of card, and it's going to all all going to be focused on city fights. So imagine some fucking crazy hive hive city Stalingrad esque mega Centurion work going on. So imagine all that, and then there are going to be more details to follow. So have no fear. Yeah. There is a lot more to come. Um, following on from the lovely, lovely Lincoln, what is our next event, Eric? That would be uh, Raltak in Hegvik in uh, Stockholm. That's um, correct. Yes. So, yeah, basically that's um, the real time that I've been running in Denmark for, for a few, yeah, for a bit over a year now. Um, so gonna be two days instead of one that we normally do it and with a lot more players we're developing we're even developing a software to run it so i, I think it's gonna be uh, amazing it's gonna be completely new um, it's gonna be a world of fun isn't it oh yes definitely and you as a game master oh, think yes. about 30 players um so we're looking forward to uh, hosting that's it's gonna be a it's gonna be hard it's gonna be a challenge but uh, but in a good way in a good way definitely it's gonna be absolutely awesome and yeah. I'm very much looking forward to it and have no fear if you don't know what real time is we will be talking about it a lot more as we go along um, so just tune in and there's gonna be lots of cool stuff Magnus what Yo. do we have after real Railtac 
we have our good friends from uh, Cult of Pain coming over for a uh, military modeling at the 30th of August to the 1st of September in Hegvik. And uh, they will be once again coming over to teach us all about painting. This time they will be uh, military scale models, not heresy, because they want to go even more in depth on how to paint, paint realistically. Uh, so we're really ex excited about that event and getting them over again to help us out and just help everybody's game. It's going to be baller as fuck. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's going to be so awesome. Uh, very much looking forward to that one. And then, and then, and then after that, Freddie, what we got after that, Freddie? What's next? What's last? What wraps it all <laughs> up know, in a bow? The fucking mother load of mother loads. It's going Drop to be that mother load. fucking Scanners. And Scanners is going to be huge this year. So we're going to see uh, 1,500 points uh, Somatalis, and we're also going to have 3,500 points of uh, hold, no bars, choose whatever force org you want, bring your titans or bring your militia, whatever. We, we don't care. It's going to be fucking crazy. And you're going to be surprised, not just for the like the normal big battles, you're surprised about uh, the Somatalis stuff because you just... We're going to take it to the next level. Like uh, people that went to scanners not last year, but the year before. If you thought that Somatalis was, uh, you know, it was okay. This it's is interesting. Gonna, yeah, interesting. This is going to be three or four hundred percent so much cooler. Raiming to have maybe at minimum three proper Somatalis tables. As in six by four proper virtual so much house tables, but you know there we'll might be some other happens. other things going on there. Don't don't worry about it. You fucking love it, and it's going to be a super exclusive event. We kind of kept tickets to thirty people because we we want this to be the creme de la crop, the premium heresy event, the one event to rule them all, the one event to fucking define you, the one event to in heresy. Something, something. I can't remember too. <laughs> anyway, someone Will else. Will the heresy blind you? Yeah. Go with, go with that for now. We'll, we'll write it better for, for next now. time. We'll, we'll get JP, JP to record it. It'll be fine. Yeah. So it's going to be, it, 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 like, no one's going to be disappointed. And I know that just like last year, tickets is going to go, like, in five seconds. It's going to be. Ridiculous. And there will be heresy beers again. And we're going to see if we can source from the local bakery some heresy pretzels. Oh, maybe pretzels so in the. Oh, that would be cool. Maybe we can we can get the, a bakery like in Solitina that makes the pretzels in the mm. in the Eye of Horrors. Oh, that would be amazing. That would be so cool. That would be so heresy pimp. That would be amazing. So now I'm just write that down. Make <laughs> it so pretzels, heresy pretzels, heresy pretzels. Make it so. Make it so. Make put, it, it so. put in budget. Yeah, put, put in budget. Put in budget. Find way of making happen, please. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. And and we have to say as well, the other thing that's going to be happening, which we haven't announced the details yet, but there will be, as always, the big live draw for the DMD raffle. Fuck yeah! Because we we are building we are building ideas and craziness ready for that next draw because how do you top a titan manipul 
well, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to surprise you how we're going to do it. But we're not going to tell you yet. So, yeah, boo shucks. You're going to have to wait. Yeah, it's a challenge, but we love challenges. We're all very challenged uh, <laughs> in one way or another. That's for sure here on the Vrangian Heresy podcast. We are all definitely very challenged. Um, so, um, other than that, um, I do need to do a very quick shout out uh, as well before I forget. I wanted to shout out again um, the Kickstarter being done by Andrew Hollis. Yeah. Over um, at uh, Oz, which is it's Andrew's doing it personally. Am I right, or is it the? No, it's the. Um, I can't remember what you call uh, tagged events. Tagged events. Thank you very much. Sorry, Andrew. I don't mean to be. Uh, I mean, Lucky I saved you, yeah, thank you. I'm very glad you saved me there, Freddie. Kickstarter. Um, we'll put a link in the show notes, but he's he's releasing his second set of models. Um, well, actually, there's more than uh, one particular model, but they're on, as of this, nine days to go, so I'm guessing roughly four or five days left when this hits. Uh, they've already bro- uh, broken their goal, but they have a, a specific nighthouse engineer model which is gorgeous uh, i've personally backed this already because it's awesome um and i want one of those they've got a night envoy model and this is all for like night households all 30k related which i fucking love this i mean it's got literally carry this is a night dude carrying a bloody lancer shield on his back it's so pimp um they've already unlocked their next goal which is um these sort of weird uh, stranger models, what is it, cloak strangers. They're going for another stretch goal. Oh, there's so many cool stuff. And what I love about this um, and is that Andrew's put in uh, on Kickstarter, he's actually put in some rewards designed for event organizers. So if you're running an event, go and take a look at this because if you're looking for ideas for swag and you can put some money up front, he's got some fantastic options here for you for pro- you know what you can give away as swag. Um, in his uh, higher tiers on this. So go and take a look at it. Um, uh, but you can find it on Kickstarter. I think if you search, just do some word searches for like Nighthouse Engineer or Oz30K 2019, you'll bring it up on Kickstarter. But again, I'll put a link in the show notes as well um, because they're freaking awesome. Um, so yeah, any any last minute shout outs from you dudes before we wrap this up? No. Yeah. Just nope. fucking keep that train, heresy train going. Yeah, hey man. There, well, there. It should not have stopped because there are no brakes on this heresy train. <laughs> never, never have been, never will be, and we'll just roll on into the sun if that's the case. Because we'll just be burning it up. Now, let's see. This is this is going to be your first week of getting it right. I, I've got faith in you, Eric, on this one. Okay? <laughs> I've done it right every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've got high standards. We've actually got standards here at the Vrangian Heresy Podcast. It's only oh, for the next ten seconds, is. but they are—they do exist. So remember, after Magnus, before Freddy, it's yes. you. Okay, great. We love you for it. Right. So I'm going to say it's a good night from me, and me, and me, and me. Yes. <laughs> I remember, guys. Treat life like 30k. Be angry in the streets. Be fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is a very happy Virgin Heresy podcast. Signing off. The